Happy holidays, everybody. Happy, happy holidays, happy. indeed. This is the best holiday of the year. May the fourth be with you. Four. Four. And then the next, and then, you know, you know, then the next day, Cinco de Mayo. What's well, Revenge of the Fifth? Cinco de Mayo is more culturally important. Yeah, true. But, um, yeah, it's weird saying it's like we're technically recording this earlier, but like, wow, it's still April. <laughs> it is still April. Um, but yeah, no, and it is also our two-year anniversary. It's weird. It is weird. We've been doing this for like, two years. It started with Bad Batch season one. That's why now we're, we're like coming weird. up on the final season. We talked about that when we we're reviewing this season two. Is like we're intrinsically linked to that show, and that's I, that's why I love it so much, or part of why I love it so much. It's also just a great show. It is. It's like horrendously slept on. Yeah, the season, the series opener. I mean, probably one of the best series openers. I think it's probably the second best series opener after Mando. It's better than Andor. For a series yeah. opener. Better than Obi-Wan. Better than Bulba. Better than yeah. Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's... Yeah, the Bad Batch season opener is awesome. But... Or series opener. Um, That's already something positive we talked about with that. That is, that is something positive we already talked about. So yeah, so if you guys haven't read the title of the episode you're listening to, we're going to talk about something we love about every single property in the star wars franchise because you can't please a star wars fan allegedly no you allegedly can't please star wars fans well i can i can I get disagree. behind that sta- i can get behind that statement sometimes there are certain fans you can't please yes um but rational fans you can please i would agree with that and we've been There's kind a good of thing in- we've been kind of more negative recently i feel like towards star wars uh yeah with mando season three but like it it's just like it's not hitting me mm-hmm. there are some people at work going that's great i it just doesn't do it for me but, the reason i wanted to do this was because and i say it all the time i get so so annoyed on social media when people are like based sequels hater based means like yeah, yeah you probably don't know. you know what based means um i have a general idea it's like they just agree with you, basically. Yeah, no, it's... Yeah, I don't know. I'm it's, a, I, I get out of the loop with all the lingo of my own generation. I think it might be. Well, yeah, I guess. Generations go for like 10 years, but people say that, and the reason that I wanted to talk about this is because I get so sick of people who... The sequels aren't canon. Because when I sit back and I think about it, Outside of Empire Strikes Back, I think the sequels did more for the Force than the any of like the first six did. Like the Last Jedi, the Last Jedi alone does so much yeah. for the Force. Easy, we're getting into our list already, man. I know, I know, easy. I know, I know. Easy, <laughs> Sorry, easy. no, I, I want to talk. I want to say, I do it while we're on the sequels. No, like I did, I do was interacting with a young fan of the of the franchise and i was like oh it's your favorite movie and they said i love i love the rise of skywalker and i'm like in my head i'm like wow this is 
surreal because this is my least favorite but well they were like about like 12 right yeah yeah they're young like they're a young kid and they're like i love the rise of skywalker and i'm like sweet that's awesome mm-hmm. and that's what's so great about this franchise is it can hit every generation everybody has a different entry point that was probably dad and then like we were kids who were like all oh, revenge of the sith yeah and he was like, like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> We're now with time. With time, we've come around. Yeah, but um, we'll just start in chronological order, not theatrical order. Yes. Um, Phantom Menace. What do you love about the Phantom Menace? I'm rewatching these movies with my roommate, so we're on Revenge of the Sith right now, and I am super excited to get to the sequels. Sorry again. Yeah, um, I what I love, dude. There's a lot to love about the Phantom Menace. There's a lot to love about the Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Um, my my gut reaction is Qui Gon Jinn. I yes. love Qui Gon Jinn, and anybody who's listened long enough knows I have Qui Gon Jinn as like my top Jedi. I mm-hmm. love Qui Gon Jinn. He I is, think. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I think, um, like, when if you ever go back and rewatch The Phantom Menace, him not being on the council because of his, like, free free thinking, um, that's, like, what makes him so different from the rest. And he's not, like, indoctrinated by the cloud of the dark side. Yeah, because he said, that, like, yeah, if you just agreed with the council, if you just agreed with him, you'd be on the council. He's like, no, like, that's not what we should be doing. Like, I... God. I feel passionately about Qui Gon Jinn. Um, what's your? I want before I say my the other thing that came to my mind. I want to know what you think. I mean, I I completely agree with you. I think Qui Gon is my favorite portion of that. I wish we got more into that character, but for what it is in that movie, I love it. Um, rewatching the Phantom Menace, we saw it on like Monday this last week, dude. That is such a fun movie. It is such a fun movie. Like, it may not, you know, the story and the way that, like, the plot unfolds may not be great. The music in the movie is so good. The Boon to Eve classic is a ton of fun. I, dude, I love the pod racing scene so much. Like, I was sitting there watching. I'm like, I I love Anakin, like, missing the start. And then, like, you watch him, like, push his thrusters. Like, the whole, like, the I know Jake Lloyd unfortunate like what happened with him when he was post star wars after he was done but dude watching him act in like those scenes where he's like pushing like the thrusters forward and everything i there's just little things where i'm sitting there like i love this movie and we saw the movie in 3d dude i rev- i thought so, okay we'll get to my feet my star wars theatrical experience from this weekend later but I was thinking about that. I was like, dude, I remember when they were going to do all the Star Wars movies in 3D and you and I went and saw Phantom Medicine 3D. Dude, I was, I've was i been thinking about the pod race scene a lot recently because like, I want to rewatch the Phantom Menace because like, I love Qui-Gon. And I was sitting one day and I was just like, God, that pod racing scene is awesome. And like the beginning, like the tension of building, like all them all revving the engines, like doo, doo. And then like, it's like the countdown. It's like, because there are points in the movie that like they can drag at points. But like mm-hmm. that, it is like, and the sound design, oh my god, I love it. I and, only think it drags in when they land on Tatooine and when 
Anakin is like testing out the pod. Then once they're like, all right, we're gonna gamble like for Anakin's life or my ship. Then then I'm like, all right, now it's like picking up again and it's getting good because when they're on Naboo, I didn't realize like how quick everything happened. Like Obi Wan and Qui Gon land there with Jar Jar. They're going through everything. They go to the underwater city with the Gungans. They travel through the planet core. The planet core. <laughs> yeah, with big boss Nass. And then they end up uh, rescuing Padme and or Queen Amidala. Queen Amidala. But I think, like, I, I do think, I think it's, that middle chunk on Tatooine is a little, like, slow, but I do think it's a pretty decently paced movie. Yeah. No, it's... It's fun, and at, at um at work this week, um we had some um, we were just hanging out, and me and some of my friends at work we were watching epic movie scenes, and the first thing that we, we had turned on was um the the fight at the end with Darth Maul or like Duel of the Fates, dude. I like it's so good. It is so good, and Ray Park as Darth Maul is so good. Mm-hmm. I, uh, physicality. They, yeah, they had to ask you and McGregor and Ray Park to slow down because they were fighting too quick. That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah, which I I love. Um, I think another thing that I really enjoy in this movie is Senator Palpatine yeah. swaying like the Senate with uh, Chancellor Valorum, and yeah. the vote of no confidence. A dude seemed like the early like the early seeds of like the empire taking place sort of with that and like how the democracy falls i'm like mm, this is some good stuff yeah no it's it's awesome it's a, but, yeah i i want to go back and rewatch i am glad i'm rewatching them because i i mean the phantom menace may be a bit lower on like my movies like just for star wars movie rate review or like a uh, list but i still love the movie i love all the movies Oh yeah, that's why we're doing this. We love Star Wars. Like you can't, you can't be a true fan and not love everything. Like you really just can't. Yeah, I try to accept everything with like open arms, even though not all of it hits. But yeah, see, sometimes you just gotta hug things. Um, do you have anything else with the Phantom Menace that you want to talk about? No, I. Just, I mean, you already said the Planet Core. <laughs> yeah i oh my gosh when we were watching it we had subtitles on it was like the movies burned in subtitles dude the way that like the gungans were speaking they were not matching like with what the subtitles were if you go back and rewatch the dvd subtitles for it man they spelled those things so goofy i mean they were spelling like how like misa and all that and it's oh my gosh misa called jaja breaks oh lord but Attack of the Clones. Um. Oh, dude. I mean, like, I was all yeah. Like, I was talking about this with some friends earlier this week, dude. Christopher Lee as Count Dooku. The scene with him talking to Obi Wan after watching Tales of the Jedi. It hits so different when I think about that scene. Hmm. It does. I. I think the thing that stands out to me the most in it is um I I love the introduction to cloning. 
I think yeah. that it does a good setup for it. I don't think it's built. I don't think it's resolved well in the movies, but I think for setting up that cloning storyline for future stories, I think they did a perfect job of it. Yeah, no, it's, I, I like the, I really like the Obi-Wan path of this movie. Like it's like a detective thing and like you get Django fat and that fight in Camino's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the dude, the, I love the speeder chase through Coruscant. I love it. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's so silly. We, I, I love Obi Wan's gut reaction to just jump out the window. We watched this together. I remember we watched it together, and we he just dove out the window. We were just cackling. Yeah, it's I. Th- there's no logical sense. Like, oh yeah, that's the first thing you should do is jump out the window at the droid. <laughs> Between the two of them, you would think it's going to be Anakin. Oh, exactly. It uh, it makes no sense for Obi-Wan's character to do that. But, but then Anakin does it like two seconds later and he jumps off the ship. Yeah, he's like, he's like, if you'll excuse me, and he just jumps and you just see him falling down. And it's like, he had to time that jump way in advance too. Or he's a Jedi. He was a po- he's a only one of the only human pod racers. Or he's the only human pod racer. That's true. Man knows. Exactly. I also uh, think uh, Attack of the Clones introduced us into seismic charges as well. So, oh, yeah. How can you not love that? The starship. Yeah, man. It's the fight in the asteroid belt above Genosis is so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I oh, my God. In Captain Typh- I Again, another thing we laugh at the beginning of the movie. I like the opening where like it's like the opening above Coruscant and then um, the mm-hmm. Royal Star Cruiser comes in and it lands and there's the decoy, um, the decoy queen played by Kira Knightley. Fun fact. Um, mm. And Padme hops out, and there's Captain Typho on the next to He's like, "Wow, there was no danger." And the ship just blows up. Blows up. <laughs> <sighs> I don't get why she quit doing decoys. She should have stuck with that because I guess she was public enemy number one. Yeah, she was. She was one of them. Um, yeah. It's uh, I I love Attack of the Clones. Listen, like that was the movie we watched most as kids, just because of the big battle in the end in the arena. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you could I could say sound design for every single Star Wars movie because like all of like like the big whatever the ram is that runs at Anakin. Oh my god, mm-hmm. it's like bellow that it does. Oh. Yeah, I think um, when I think back to the Phantom Menace. Uh, the two, the two scores that stick out to me the most are. It's the one for the Boudin Classic that they have, yeah. and then the Duel of the Fates, obviously, yeah. with uh, Attack of the Clones, Across the Stars is like easily. It's not even close. Yeah, um, remember it was our cousin's wedding song that they walked to. It was. And it was played mine like. It was so cool. I remember like we were sitting at that wedding and it was like all Star Wars themed and you and I are like, wow, this is awesome. It is a very good song. It's yeah, it's beautiful. I I, I was struggling to get through because the Attack of the Clones is a long movie. I forget how long it feels. I think it felt longer than... I mean, it is probably 10 or 15 minutes long in Phantom Menace, but man, I was sitting there, I was like, dang, I did forget like how long this portion of the movie gets at some points because I forget Anakin like 
I forget the whole Anakin plotline where he's going to Naboo with Padme and it's he can't control his emotions at some point. He's like <laughs> 14. Yeah. I, what I will say is uh, I love, I think it's hilarious when he meets Watto, his slave owner, for the first time again. He's like, hey, maybe you can help me with some deadbeats. Like, yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, Watto. Oh, I forgot about Watto. I I do love that the prequel trilogy it everybody talks about it, they just souped the hell out of R2. He could do so many more things than he could do in the like he's flying around and everything. He's like Inspector Gadget in the first three, or like in the prequels, but like in the last in the last three, he's just there. There were some software updates that came out for him that he couldn't do. Yeah, exactly. He just, just he got old. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I love the whole cloning storyline that happens for that. I love the Phase One clone trooper armor as well. It's clean. It's super clean. Like looking back at it with their like visors and everything, I was sitting there. I'm like, damn, this is really nice looking armor for the clones. It's slick. It's super slick. But yeah, do you have uh, more that you want to add to it? Um, yeah, I just, my main takeaway is the late, great Christopher Lee. He is so good as Count Dooku. He is. He's very, very good. Um, yeah. Is this the point now where you want to add in the animated shows? Yeah, no, let's, let's, let's do that. Let's do this in. Like, I don't know, maybe if we should do Tales of the Jedi between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Oh, yeah, I guess now that you say that, I don't know where that. Let's, that could have been the start as well, though. That sh- probably should have been the start. Eh. Yeah, Potato, tomato. We'll do that one now. Um, I don't, Tales I of guess... the Jedi. It's, man, Count Dooku's episodes. Count you Dooku. can't get better than that. And I will I guess... say, so actually to add to the Attack of the Clones bit, they add, like, there's more. I didn't realize this now until rewatching Attack of the Clones. The episodes with Windu and Dooku. There's like more depth to that now when Dooku and Windu meet again on Geonosis. Yeah. I'm sitting there and I'm like, I never thought of this. This yeah, is they, really cool. Yeah, because they went on a mission together and it's it's so dude, Tales of the Jedi is so awesome. Um I, I here's the thing. I love the Ahsoka episode where she's training when Anakin's having her train against all the clones because it sets her up for Order 66. That is masterful. It's such a minor detail as well, like for her to, because Anakin knows that, Anakin's so confident that if she can defend herself against the clones, then it's no challenge against the droids, because I think everybody knows the clones are far superior. And especially his clones, because that's how strongly he feels about his boys of the 501st. Mm -hmm. It's such a minor detail that like they show that she gets trained against them. So that that comes full circle at the end of the Clone Wars where she's ready to fight them. Yeah. No, it's... Yeah, Tales of the Jedi is awesome. I'm very excited for season two for that. I am as well. I hope it's more episodes because I want to get more anthology stories like that. Yeah. No, it's... Like, they're anthologies, but, like, they're also trilogies as well. Yeah, it's like anthological trilogy storytelling which still ties into overall stuff mm-hmm. but you don't have to see the rest of them to understand what's happening yeah no it's yeah it's and 
the Sith, I love episode four. The Sith Lord is so good. <laughs> yeah, we've praised it. We've, I mean, it's not even, they created a whole new character with Yaddle. And I mean, you feel the weight of her death. Well, they, they didn't create her in character, Menace. but like, yeah, but I mean, they, she wasn't a character in that. Yeah. No, and like she, nobody, nobody ever decided to check up on her. No, I guess not. <laughs> Whatever. I, I will, yeah. bl- I will brush that aside. Yoda doesn't care about his kind. No, he's like good. I'm the only one. He found out about Grogu. Maybe Yoda's the guy who really orchestrated everything. He's like, I hate this little green dude. Or maybe Grogu's his son. Maybe him and Yaddle were. <laughs> you never know. Uh, yeah, I, I hope not. That's weird. <laughs> no, that would be so bad. Yoda would no. never. No, I like that. Yoda's a monk, bro. He's not. Yo, a hundred percent. I do love in the original Phantom Menace as well that he's the puppet. I'm bummed yeah. that they went back and redid it in the uh, remastered. Yeah. But like the puppet for him, I really like that. Them using that in uh, just that scene where Anakin's like a ship. A cup. A, cup. a uh, speeder. speeder. But Tales of the Jedi is phenomenal. I, I The scene between um, Qui-Gon and Dooku. Not Qui-Gon. Uh, well, the episode with Qui-Gon and Dooku. But the, the scene... No, it is with Qui-Gon and Dooku. Yeah. Before he goes to report to the council about Darth Maul. Yeah. Um... um a ship a cup a speeder yeah i don't know i just love like mace windu and like i guess we can talk about it more in a little bit later in revenge of the sith but um, yeah because i guess next is clone wars then dude i don't even like if i were to pull one thing i'd probably say ahsoka tano yeah her and captain rex are i feel like they're kind of the main characters of that yeah, it's uh, yeah. Ahsoka is Ahsoka is one of the best characters in all of Star Wars. I think she's like my number two. Um, yeah, she's she's in the top five. At, like my top five rotates every day. Like who's number one? And I mean, it's usually Obi Wan. But um, yeah, it's kind of tough to beat Obi Wan. Yeah, but um, that's another thing as well for the Clone Wars because it develops his character more than you would expect. Yeah, him having a love interest is a twist that I didn't think that I would like. Yeah, um, it does so much for all like Anakin. It does so much for him. It does so much for, um, you know, Padme with Rush Clovis. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, but yeah, no, Ahsoka is awesome. The Siege of Mandalore. I don't know what else I can say about it that hasn't already been said. If it was a movie that was released, even like an animated movie. It probably, in my opinion, would be the best Star Wars movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, if they had made that just one big movie, animated movie, I think that's what they should. I think that's what they should have done. I'm not complaining about it at all. That I'm just happy we got mm-hmm. it. I, yeah. I think if they had made that one big movie, it would have been. That would have been my favorite. Yeah, just I'm obviously I, we're more biased towards the Clone Wars growing up yeah. with it, but it's also just a great story. Because it focuses it on characters that I never thought it would have focused on. Like, if you would have told me at the beginning of the series 
that the finale will focus on Captain Rex, Darth Maul, and Ahsoka Tano. I'd be like, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd be like, um, okay. The show's um, about Obi-Wan and Anakin and Pat. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. And characters like Plo Koon. Um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, the, the episode, yeah. I've talked about it as well, but the episode where they actually get into cloning and they finally answer those questions set up in... Cyphodius. Um, yes, Cyphodius Tyrannus. Because they never know who Tyrannus is until Dooku tells them. Yeah. And I feel like that's ins- that's it's a, it baffles me that that was never answered up until the Clone Wars. That does... I do believe, though, that like George Lucas now, when like I look back at it, that like he had he had a ton of things that he wanted to tell. He just could not do it in the amount of movies he had. No, he he had like he was lit because apparently Revenge of the Sith was like originally four hours long. Oh, I'm not surprised. But then like even then, I still there's so much information that he couldn't fit into that. Oh yeah. Really, the prequels probably should have been like four or five movies. Yeah, they could have been their own six movie saga. Probably. Yeah, like they should have. They could have been, but you know. I like while you could sit and be like, well, they should have done this. Then I wouldn't have. It's kind of like the, like when Rex and the clones like, well, without the Clone Wars, we wouldn't even exist. It's like the prequels hadn't had so many plot holes in them. The, That's the, true. The Clone Wars wouldn't exist. So potato, tomato, I guess. Yeah, I because they did the way that they're able to in the Clone Wars weave around the story that already exists, where like Anakin never meets grievous even though like they kind of like they they pat they cross paths at points in time like they never like speak to one another they never see one one another yeah that's it's it's a very like neat little thing that they do there yeah and i love just the line like in the cloning episode with cyphodius and like tyrannus you're the man they call tyrannus like i told you everything you you needed to know all those years ago on genos it's like that's right these are connected (laughs) Mm-hmm. like there are moments in star wars where you know everything's connected but then you're like it's all connected that's right i i love christopher lee as count dooku but the guy who voices count dooku in the clone wars i recognize him more as the count dooku that like i he's, know he has more time like he he has more time as count dooku um yes but i they developed his character more in that series then yeah. I mean, Tales of the Jedi did more for Dooku's character in three episodes than the Clone Wars did. But nonetheless, I still I still love I mean, they use the voice actor for him in that as well. They completely changed the character design. He went from having like the longest face to like looking normal. Yeah, no, I think uh, yeah. <laughs> but um no, yeah. I, I I don't know. Ahsoka Tano is my my big takeaway because she is She's so cool. Like, she went from, like, the most hated character to, like, people will, like, go... She's getting her own TV death. show. Yeah, she's got her own TV show, and people will fight to the death defending her. I, think I, if you I love go from. I think if you go from being, like, one of the most hated characters to getting your own live-action TV show, you're doing something right with the character. Yeah, you're a legend. Um, Do you have anything else you want to say? Oh, actually, well, also... Because I, I, I sent this to you, I said I sent like sending you Star Wars stuff on Discord, the 4K Grievous or the brand new Grievous that they made for the Siege of Mandalore, just for the one shot, for like a th- one second shot. 
of the new character model that they created. But I remember we both lost our minds. We both were like, dude, did you see Grievous? It's like, yes, for like two seconds. Yeah, but it looks so good. It does. They they went above and beyond for the final season in those last four episodes. And I think that just shows how much they wanted to get that story completed and how much it meant to that team. Yeah. Yeah. Because that series technically went on for 12 years, but it got canceled twice. Well, canceled. I mean, it got canceled once and then they brought it back. They revived it just for one season and then they said, all right, let's actually give it a finale. Yeah. It's... Because it I, ended so open-endedly. Uh, which, the lat CG Mandalore? Well, the series originally, like, it ended with Ahsoka leaving the temple. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of an ending that you can put in for it. And then that did Yoda with the Wills of the Force, which was still kind of an ending for it, but it didn't really feel entirely like that. And then they actually ended it, ended it yeah. with um, Ahsoka and the Siege of Mandalore. Yeah, when I finished it recently... Bro, they're bringing they're bringing Vader back at some point in Bad Batch season. We'll talk sure. about Bad Batch when we get there, but bro, Vader's coming. There's no way you make a yeah. character model like that and you don't use it again. I yeah no, I would agree because I mean the animation differences you can start to see Bad Batch taking over some of the Rebels animation with the Stormtroopers, but not quite yet. So I think they're going to still use some of these character models that they have created, like. Darth Vader. Well, they're not using Rebels animation. It's just like they're taking models that were used in Rebels and they've converted it. Because like the Stormtrooper prototype helmet. Perfect well, that's example. what I mean. You yeah. can't you can't make this the Rebels animation in the Clone Wars format because the Rebels animation was meant to be Ralph McQuarrie art. Yeah. But seeing his art move in live action in like animation doesn't hit the same as like it being like hand drawn. Interesting. We'll get to that when we get to Rebels. Um, anything ever left for Clone Wars? Or you want to continue? Revenge of the Sith. It is, dude. I love Revenge of the Sith. It's a really good movie. God. It's a really, really good movie. Like, you could say like everyone's like, "Oh, Battle of the Heroes." Yes, I'm not discounting that, but like something that like just the opening of the movie of the drums pounding. The pounding mm-hmm. of the drum, and you see the Venator ship, and then you see the two starfighters, you're following it, and then they dive above the Battle of Coruscant. Talk about We just, like, glossed over the Battle of Coruscant. Like, yes, it was at the beginning of the movie, but then it's fine afterwards. It's like, I want to see a breakdown of the, like, the Battle of Coruscant. Like, I want to see, like, an animated or, like, in, like an, its own little, like, anthology story. Mm-hmm. How it started and how it ended. Yeah. Yeah. I it has the I think that is the best opening for a Star Wars movie. I think the Battle of Coruscant gives like out of all the Star Wars Force Awakens is a good contender. Yeah, like immediate I don't Yeah, I'm trying to think. Force ah, Awakens dude, is a know. strong contender. Yeah, okay. I might have to give it to the OG A New Hope. It's just I don't know. There's something yeah, about it you're hopes. You're being nostalgic in an old head. Anyways. Uh, no, I, I, this is probably not something a lot of people will say. Um, I love the fight between Yoda and Palpatine. Uh, I don't, yeah, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I like it. I don't love it. 
Like I love. I love it. Yeah, I love Ian McDermott. I think it feels the fight with Dooku and Yoda and Attack of the Clones doesn't feel warranted to me. No. The fight between Yoda and Palpatine yeah. feels way more warranted to me because I view those two as like the two powerhouses of like both the Jedi and the Sith. They so are. like seeing both of them go up, go up against one another, the music that plays with it and them fighting in the Senate, I think yeah. is like I don't think you can get much better than that. You're battling for the heart of the galaxy. You are battling for the heart of the galaxy right there. And Yoda loses. He loses. Which, yeah, I mean, him being all wise and powerful can't keep up with Big Dog. No. Because Big Dog Palpatine has... Disregarding Andor, he has the best speech in all of Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Because Andor has some pretty great monologues, but disregarding that entirely, Palpatine's speech to the Senate. Yeah, you can't really compare Andor's writing to everything in Star Wars because it's just so next level. Like it's it not fair. <laughs> no, it's it's like it's just on a whole nother tier of its own. But when he's addressing everything that's happening, we get to see it again in Bad Batch. I'm like, oh, I a hundred under I a hundred percent understand how how people got behind him for this yeah he's awesome i'm like yeah cool we're starting an empire it's like oh wait they're the bad guys it's like we've almost seen this in our own political system um yeah but uh no i love i love revenge of the sith um and i think i i'm a big fan as well of uh, you see all of our heroes scattered across the board at this point in time, and you get their own perspectives for Cause I mean, order 66 is what changes the galaxy. And like, that's in my opinion, that's the, uh, maybe not. It's you, there's multiple climaxes in the star Wars, like Skywalker saga, but that is the first, I don't even know if I want to say the first climax, but I mean, it might be, I feel like Qui-Gon's death might be the first climax of Star Wars. Because that sets Anakin's path for um, how his fate is going to get determined. Yeah, the, the fight for Anakin, man. Mm-hmm. But I do, or, I mean, Order 66 undoubtedly is, I mean, the, the whole galaxy was never going to be the same after that event. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... Because it puts question in your faith and your leaders that you have and like the senators and the chancellor, whoever's holding those titles, like it puts question into that, like whether you can just blindly follow what they're doing. And however they choose to continue the story, because we've seen that there's been no centralized form of government in Star Wars that's able to successfully keep together what was happening. They all last like 20 years. No, not the Republic lasted a long time, but. Yes, but we've seen uh, the High Republic. They kind of have their own struggles as well. <clears throat> Just no don't kidding. colonize the Outer Rim. Just leave the Outer Rim out of it. Yeah, like They don't want to be colonized. As soon as you try to extend your reach out there, just it goes south. Yeah. Keep it to the core worlds and then like the next ring that mid-rim. there's. I forget what it's called. Yeah, Offer supplies to the Outer Rim, but don't try to bring it in. It doesn't yeah. work. It never works. Well, that's what's nice in the High Republic books is like where they're unbiased towards... A, Arano, Arono, and Aram. Irium. Yeah. Irium. Aram. I don't know how to say it, but. I don't either. I wish there was a 
what's that word like uh enunciation is phonetic thank you I wish that there was that for some of those books because I know I'm mispronouncing them just horribly wrong. Yeah. How far into Convergence are you? Like chapter 10. Oh, okay. So I'm a decent ways ahead of you. Probably. It's like 35, right? 35 chapters. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like over. I'm past halfway. I always try to look to see how many chapters there are total in the book so I can kind of gauge like how long, how long is it going to take me to get through this and everything. Yeah, but um, but I do. I'm a fan. Back to Revenge of the Sith. I like how, I mean, the galaxy and every like the citizens. They really should never trust their leaders again. Well, of, like, they have to trust happens. the good leaders, and they have to like understand like at what point it's like it's going south on them. But that's you can't tell who's a good leader. Like it's tough to make that discrepancy because our good leaders are, I mean, they're outcasts and they're a part of their own group. Well, there is arguably one of the greatest leaders in a highlight of this movie. Ladies and gentlemen, Bale Organa. I love Bale. What's going on here? <sighs> Jimmy Smith's man. I, we have, I don't know, this may just be us. Jimmy Smith is the man. He rules. Like him just jumping into his speeder after he's getting shot at by the clones. There's like a list. There's a list of like the best Star Wars characters where a lot of people probably have common characters on that list. And it's like, this is an official list. And then there's a list of Star Wars characters that it's just like, these are like my guilty pleasure favorite Star Wars characters. And Bale for no apparent is reason. probably like number one on that list. Yeah, for no reason. Bale is like one of my favorite characters. Oh, yeah. And we get like no, not a ton of information with him. No, but. We- we know he lives on Alderaan. We know he's got a wife. We know he's never had yeah. a daughter before until he had Leia. Um, mm-hmm. He cares about the Jedi. He's going to see what's going on. He's a good, like, I know you're a good person. If you're like, oh my God, a building's on fire. I'm going to run towards it and ask how I can help. What more can I want on us this guy? That's true. I mean, when you think about it from like a senator's perspective and I mean, even, like, looking towards Andor and all that, Bale's really the only senator that knew about Yoda and Obi-Wan. Yeah, and he kept that secret, man. He did. Well, he kind of threw Obi-Wan under the bus, but... Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, Obi-Wan had to come out at some point. Yeah. But, I... Yeah, Bale. How how can you not love him? Um, And then, obviously, there's the longest sword fight in all of in i think movie history with uh with anakin and obi-wan which i don't get how you can have a complaint about that entire scene so them. good it's so mm-hmm. good and like the just the ah it's the heart heartbreaking the speech beforehand of him standing at the top of the ship the naboo cruise obi-wan yeah that's one of like the most gut-wrenching things yeah him just like Doing like a Superman pose. I love Obi Wan. Um, anything else on Revenge of the Sith? Or you want to keep rolling? We can go into the next property here. I think yeah, it brings us to Bad Batch. We very. Oh, I love Bad Batch. Bad Batch, dude. Like, it's I want to look at my list. It's S. It is. I want to look at. We did a list recently of ranking all the Star Wars things. Yeah. 
Let me pull I haven't I haven't updated my list since then, but I want to look to see what I have. Star Wars rankings. Because honestly, after season two, I have Bad Batch at twelve below Return of the Jedi. Bro, below Solo below below. Oh wow! All right, I I, yeah, mine's know, at twelve as well. I'm at the point where I have to start thinking because Rogue One for me is at number seven. I have to start thinking. Is Bad Batch, do I like Bad Batch more than Return of the Jedi, than Solo, than A New Hope, than Revenge of the Sith, and Rogue One? Do I like it more and than I'm going to be honest. I think I might like it more than Tales of the Jedi because I, of how it's, dude, Bad Batch is developing the story of the transition from the clone troopers to the stormtroopers and the cloning iceberg so well. Yeah, like, I, as much as I love, and while the Sith Lord might be one of my favorite pieces of Star Wars content ever, the rest of it's great, don't get me wrong, but it's like, there's just more great in Bad Batch. Like, it's just the quantity of great episodes in Bad Batch, just, it just quantitatively outnumbers. Yes, I think... I, I love getting into the force. I think you can't when you talk about when you go more in depth to the force, like I like keeping it mystic and not answering all the questions, but they show new sides to it, new perspectives of it yeah. and sort of how people operate with it. Like they did in tales of the Jedi. I'm a fan of that. But when bad batch hits it like bad batch hits, it's like hard. It's like Sammy Sosa slamming a home run full of juiced up on steroids. Like that ball is gone. Barry Bonds yeah. hitting the ball to freaking Brooklyn from I don't know where Pablo the, Sanchez yeah. out of the park yeah. backyard baseball. Yes, exactly. So, I because the the way that they I, I love the mid season finale for season two where they set up um, Palpatine saying like Oh yeah, these clones there we should have anticipated this. We need this is why we need to pass the legislative bill for the stormtrooper program. I'm like, God, we played right into his hand. And like us as fans, we're like, God, we lost to him again. (laughs) And here's what I'll say: we talk a ton about season two because season two is really, really, really good. Season two is better than season one. Oh, yeah. A couple a month and a half out of the end of season two. I think we were both kind of in the boat, like, oh, maybe season one is like still kind of up to date with it. No, season two is better. But to season one's credit, we don't talk about it as much as we should. The Ryloth episode where they set up on Frita to get killed yeah. with Admiral Rampart, dude, that is really, really good. Yeah. Like, that is super good. We got to recognize the people creating Bad Batch because Dave Filoni said, like, at one of the panels, he's like, dude, like, I know everybody thinks like I'm behind Bad Batch, but like it's really these guys. Like I just gave them the tools. Like they're creating the story. Oh, they're doing such a good job. Yeah, I gotta. I want to figure out. I want to figure out who the crew is. But dude, I, write them a hand letter. I love you. I love you, and just send it to them every single day, just so they know that we love them. No, it's dude. The story with um. And I think they've kind of strayed away from it in season two because they're kind of sticking with like the father and like surrogate son, surrogate daughter type of thing. Yeah. I mean, like we've seen it in, we saw it in Obi-Wan, we saw it in Mando, now we saw it in um, Bad Batch. Season two, they kind of like drifted away from that where it was sort of, she was, Omega is getting a relationship with Tech and with uh, her Wrecker and even with Echo. Yeah. So you're seeing more of that, dude. 
I'm going to be so bummed if it doesn't end with them retiring on Pabu. I know. I can't watch more clones. Dude, I can't watch more clones die. It's it's the meme of like yeah. the guy with like the circles all like the the, the hand drawn dude with like the dark like he's just like he's like I'm just depressed like I if that's me watching any clone die. I'm like god. It's dude I, and I'm really nervous for this season three. I'm glad. I'm so happy it's the final season as well. Like, I'm I'm sad to see it end, but I'm glad that there's an ending for it. And they're not dragging it out. Like they know what they're telling. They know they had a story that they're telling. Like we know what we're going to tell. Mm-hmm. And it's not because like- I don't. Sorry. Yeah, I was say I don't enjoy shows that have an overwhelcome stay. Yeah, like after a while, you're like, what are we doing here? uh like yeah. like when the office went forever it's like can we just like sort of wrap this up here yeah like michael scott's gone bro what else are we gonna do but i dude i'm nervous for this season three because we're gonna get i'm out. confident vader's i'm pretty confident vader's gonna show up i'm really interested because i guess mando did just end but like i thought the cloning and Mando was going to be more towards Palpatine, but it was more towards Gideon. So I'm really curious, like, are these the early seeds of, like, maybe for Palpatine or oh, maybe yeah. for Gideon? Or it's who's Palpatine. it for? It's going to be for Palpatine. Yeah. I I wonder if they'll call it Project Necromancer. I bet they well. will. I, I bet they will. I Bad Batch is just... It's some top-tier storytelling. They have some filler episodes, but I think the filler episodes in Season 2... Or build. more enjoyable. Well, yeah. it just like lays the groundwork with like tech. Like when you see him die, you're like, wow, no wonder we spent so much time with tech in those filler episodes. I'm so bummed about that. I'm so bummed about that. But I'm I'm glad, but I'm bummed. Like I Because his his death felt like it meant something. They said he's definitely dead. Like he is dead. And as much as it hurts the creators me, creators are it was like with a cre- it was at celebration. Like they had confirmed, like oh, yeah, yeah. He, dude is dead, and like it hurts me that Tech is dead. But I'm glad it's not going to be like a he's dead. Oh, he's back. It's like we already did that. That with Echo. was we already did it with Echo. We can't do it again. Well, I do think Echo might die again. Um, but because I've talked about like the rebels thing, which we'll get into that. Yeah. Next. Um, but. or maybe it's uh, one of the others next but here's oh it is obi-wan um here's what i will say talking about tech's death i the clone wars siege of mandalore finale like seeing jesse's helmet and ahsoka at the grave of all the clones i felt empty and bad batch the season two finale bad batch replicated that so well it didn't give me like the same amount of emotion and like weight because Clone Wars had gone on for such a long time and I was so emotionally attached to that show. But the the way that season two ended with like Tech's death, Omega getting captured and at Mount Tantus and everything, that really like it's like a gut punch to your stomach. Yeah, a gut punch to your stomach. Thank you, Cal. <laughs> um no, a yeah. gut punch to your brain. Yeah. <laughs> What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> Whatever, um, you know what I meant. Yeah, it's... And we talk about how, like, Bad Batch just posed more questions than it answered. Like, the episode finished, and you and I are both like, what? 
<laughs> like this is what yeah, they still have to on? get in. They still have to get into like the deserialized number of clones who are just like out here as bounty hunters, kind of just as mar- assassins. Yeah, they're like basically like already like IG units, but as humans. Uh, I really think that's the plotline I'm looking forward most to picking up next. Outside of Omega's they... sister. That's true. There's so many things that um I mean they're bringing in Wolf too. Allegedly Cody's coming back, dude. I yeah. I can't I can't say enough good things about Bad Batch. Like we could sit here and talk about this for like the next hour and a half like we did last time. I was just looking at my list, like, dude, like my top eight, it is like it's pretty rock I really think solid at this point. I think Bad Batch has cracked. Like the, it's definitely cracked top ten. It's it was twelve. Season yeah, two has eight changed right it. I, yeah, just, I think I'm gonna have to, to readjust. I'll have to readjust my list. We'll probably end up coming back to probably at the end of the year when yeah, Ahsoka, Ahsoka comes, comes out. out. We'll have to. We're gonna have to. Dude, I'm so hyped for Ahsoka. readjust the list. Yeah, but um, moving on to the next property, it would be Obi Wan. Yeah. Um, I just rewatched. Positive things about Obi Wan. Positive things. Yeah. No, we're not gonna say uh, we've. We've spoken about it. Set our piece. We set our piece about it. Thing that I love about Obi-Wan, I love the fight at the end, and I love the interaction between Obi-Wan and Vader. He's like, it's like, I'm sorry. And he's, he's like, I'm sorry, Anakin's like, you didn't kill Anakin. I did. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's yeah. Vader talking. Yeah. It's the the way they do that, like the voice change between Hayden and the Vader voice, it's it's very, very. It's done with a purpose. Like the words that are being said in which voice are being done on purpose. Well, that as well, but then also the dichotomy of how they do it with the sabers, where they have the blue uh, reflection going off Anakin's face to show that there might still be light inside of him, and then it shifts completely to the red to like indicate no, he's gone. Yeah. At this point in time, he is gone. Um, I completely agree with you on that part. I also I want to say I love Obi Wan's outfit at the end of the series with those orange goggles. Yeah, no, he's it's just like goofy, but it's cool. I'm, oh, I love it so much. Um, I love when, and I wish I won't say that, but I when it's just the characters talking, like just about their feelings, like when it's Obi Wan talking about his guilt and he's talking to Padme about not Padme Leia about yeah he's talking no he's talking to Leia about Padme though at the end of the series and he says that he knows her mom and he says Princess Leia Organa you are wise you are brave like the whole monologue with Obi-Wan when he's talking to her on Alderaan yeah I love that I love that scene um and then you mentioned it but when Anakin and Vader are talking at the end of episode six it's a great scene I love in episode three when Obi-Wan's running like into those uh, salt mine desert things and he's running away from Vader and like his lightsaber's reflecting off of his face like it's something out of a horror film. Yeah. And he says, Anakin, what have you become? And he has the line, I am what you made me. Yeah. That's that's the per- that I don't think you could get a better response no, out of that. Because that's like, what I it don't is. think you could get a better response. No, that's because that's what it is. And Sorry, I keep cutting you off. No, you're good. Um, yeah, like it's Darth Vader is a monster. Like people, like I'm gonna talk about this when we get. You to just Empire snapped Strikes a guy's Back. neck. Yeah, like I'm gonna talk about this when we get to Empire Strikes Back. But like Darth Vader is a monster. 
and he is the most terrifying villain in cinematic history. They like Anakin Scott, like it's oh, God, I love Darth Vader. Yeah. I I I think the way that they even the limited time that Vader has in the series, when they go into him and they sort of show just how brutally savage he is when he yells at obi-wan when they're at that like mining rig or whatever again in episode three and he yells he's like now you will suffer obi-wan and he like drags him through the burnt coals yeah i was i it's a great scene i love it yeah um and then another good thing they did with vader is like because i know they did this with luke like it's the robotic like the ai voice thing where it sounded a little choppy for luke in uh book of boba fett but when they did it with vader it sounds good because vader is already a robotic voice like mm-hmm. the james earl jones and like they said going forward like this is going to be the vader voice and like, we're not recasting anybody james earl jones sign off he's like my voice is good with this like i was like i'm good with this and i love that because it preserves the like because you can always tell when someone else is doing vader's voice it, you, you can always tell like in the video games like oh yeah. this isn't this isn't james earl jones but like when they're doing that it sounds like it because i remember the line He's on the hologram with the third sister, Reva. And he just says, I have been watching you, third sister. And I'm like, this is a Vader line. Like, this is a Vader yeah, line. It is. And when Obi-Wan finds out uh, Anakin is still alive. Oh. And he sort of has that recognition because we... I, that's something that, again, where they're adding in things that we didn't think would have existed but they should have been added in looking back at it in hindsight like obi-wan finding out that anakin is still alive because when a new hope picks up he's like oh yo what's up dog and when he should have been like uh wait what yeah no it's so it's the little things um mm-hmm. and i know you're not i also oh sorry you go well I, no i'll let you go i was just saying i know you we talked about this and you weren't the biggest fan of it i like the flashback scene to them at the jedi temple like were there elements of that that could have been better, like de- like visually effects wise? Yes, I, whatever. That's I, I can brush that off. Like I love like just the mirror of it in the episode, and it's just I'm a sucker for nostalgia. Yes, I will say mm-hmm. it. I love seeing a flashback to the Clone Wars era. Sue me, man. I would agree. I think it's a might be the wrong time that they're using. Like while well, he still has Padawan. I think it might it should have been maybe between episodes two and three instead of between episodes one and two here's um, why and this is why i think they did it because it, it's just showing like even in that time like he's the master and anakin's the apprentice obi-wan wins it like and it mirrors that in the show it's like yo like you may be big and tough now you got a red lightsaber you're in a like you're strong you're really powerful with the force i can still outsmart you i can still out i'm still outsmarting you are you physically more gifted and powerful than I am? Yes, but I am still outsmarting you. I'm still the master here. That's why I think they did it. And at least that's what, how I think that's how I see the scene. I do. I mean, it is, I will say, I, I, cause I want to rewatch the show at some point. I want to rewatch the entire show and get my thoughts again on it about like a year later now. Yeah. Um, Seeing those two though, because it's I'm glad that we get to see Hayden out of the suit. Um, you can tell that those two love playing those characters. Oh, dude, I watched the behind. I watched. You can tell those two love it, and that's what I really love about the show. And like, did everybody love it? 
like really love it, like really like it. No. I want to see, and I, I, when I finished the episode, the final episode today, or the last little bit with Qui Gon, I'm like, we, dude, Hayden and Ewan are still alive. You have to be making stuff with them in it. Like, you can't, like, they mm-hmm. love, and they love being, it's like, it sucks when, like, you see, like, people who love being in Star Wars and they're not, they don't get the chance to continue being in Star Wars. It's like, dude, we got it. We got to figure out how we can do some more stuff with these guys. I know you want to talk about it later and we will, but I don't want to forget it. Um, I've seen videos of people at the Return of the Jedi re-release where people are like clapping and like applauding when Hayden comes on screen. Yeah. No, it's cool. that's a big thing. So, I mean, I you can really tell that those two love playing Anakin and Obi-Wan. And they're like, yeah, you know, our movies might not have been the greatest at the time when they came out, but we had fun doing them. That's all that matters, man. That's all that matters. And the people were like, oh, everything sucks. You suck. No, you no, man. You're a hater. And I don't want like, do I do we love mm-hmm. this? Are we the biggest fans of sequels? No, we're not. Am I happy that they're here? Yes, I am. Do I love what I'm the I biggest defender of the sequels? Yeah, like, listen, I, I'm, and I'm coming around more on defending the sequels just because like, you know, as time goes on, it's like, I'm stuck with you. Like we're here together now, and you're you're what I, you're part of what I love. So mm-hmm. we'll figure this. I out. last. This is the last thing I want to say with Obi Wan. I love Owen and Baru showing up in the series. Owen's uh, his opinions and his like relationship with Obi Wan is very warranted with how based. he just absolutely despises him. Yeah, based. He's based. He's a based individual. He's like, why would I trust you? He's like, you mm-hmm. got my stepbrother killed, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a great scene. And I mean, we mentioned him before, but OG pulls up. OG Bale. Oh, Bale. I for some reason I was like, Kleeg Lars does not show up in this. Oh my god, we didn't talk no. about Kleeg Lars and Attack of the Clones. We didn't. Yeah, when I rewatched that, we watched Attack of the Clones on Thursday night. I saw him. I'm like, me is my wife. <laughs> I, I was going to continue looking for her, but, you know, after I lost my leg, it's like, pause. At what point did Klee Lars lose his leg? And I want to see this happen. Well, he was like, we're going to wait for me to heal. I'm like, buddy, I don't think your leg is growing back anytime soon. <laughs> no. And it's actually kind of cool but, like, with the cybernetic limbs. Like the Lars are too poor. Like they can't afford getting him a leg. It's it's like it's a weird thing to start with and you just sit and think you're like, oh sh like oh crap, like this is poverty. You can't afford to replace a lost limb. I don't think it's just the Lars. I think it's anybody on Tatooine. <laughs> yeah, I mean again, yeah. They call they call things like third world countries. That's a third world planet. <laughs> yeah, that's a third world planet. <laughs> so um, like because they actually I they mention it in um the Phantom Menace where uh padme's like i thought the republic outlawed slavery and they're like yeah this is the outer rim that doesn't yeah. exist out here that's cute honey let me yeah sh- let me go show you some illegal street racing that we do in the desert mm-hmm. <laughs> we have it we got a 12 year old kid driving a hot rod through the desert right now <laughs> jesus laws just don't apply out there they, they really don't um so we're on but i oh sorry continue yeah i was just gonna say i mean uh, my feelings on obi-wan when it released 
and for what they are to, to the date may not be the most positive, but I do love aspects of the show. Like there, it shines really yeah. bright at points. And for those who like, who like really struggle, like fi- like you just like being negative is like, it's just so toxic for you. Like as a person, like even there may be things you don't like, but to like just hang on mm-hmm. to hate with it is just, it's not good. No. It's just not, it's good. not the Jedi way. It's not. That's why we have High Republic robes in our picture. Uh, this is whatever. I can't remember where that's posted, but but yeah, I I mean I I like that Obi Wan brings everyone sort of back, and you can tell everyone's happy to be back. Yeah, yeah. But next property is Rebels, which I'm into. Not like I mean I'm in the series right now. Um. I like Rebels. I like Rebels a lot. It it's a cool found family. I know like found family is a big thing in Star Wars, but like you get a lot of outcasts in this, bringing them together. Um, I love Kane and Jarrus. Um, Harrison Duel is awesome. Ezra kind of annoys me at points, but he's a good character. I like him. Um, Sabine's cool. Uh, Chopper rules, bro. I love Chopper. Zeb, Greatest character in all of Star Wars. Dude, Zeb and Chopper rule. Oh, they're phenomenal. If they, I mean, if when Ahsoka starts, like the series starts, and if those two aren't like a buddy cop and they get like their own episode, I'm going to be mad. Like if Chopper or Zeb dies, I'm going to be so mad. (laughs) Oh, zero chance they die. There's no way they can do that. You didn't know that. I'd be so mad. They killed Tech, bro. They killed Fives, dude. They killed fives. They're gonna kill anybody. You just start. You just start listing off any clone you want, Cal. And like, they killed them. They killed all of the guys on that Venator. Yeah. No. Um. I do. I mean, I. I'm a fan of at least the route that Rebels takes, where it tries to set up where the galaxy's at at this point under the Empire. Yeah. I think for what they're trying attempting to do and like sort of have small victories against like such a big such like such a big entity i am i am a fan of it's it's cute i like it yeah i like the twilight of the apprentice episodes um on malachor that's so dude it's so good like i i haven't i'm not there yet i've watched the episodes i'm not there watching the series I think that might be the peak of the series, in my opinion, at this point. Me saying the peak of the series is not done yet, but... No, and I agree, and I've seen the whole series. I, I it, It's up there. Um, I, For me, just, like, my own, like, first thought, it, it is probably my favorite of the series, because it's so cool. You get Ahsoka back, you have Darth Maul. Um, well, he's just Maul at this point. Um, no, Formerly Darth, Formerly. now just Maul. Yeah, exactly. You, you get Maul, and dude, Maul we have we can talk we got to talk about Maul like seven different times, but it also reintroduces well, it introduces Thrawn. Yes, that's hype. It is. Well, and we get to see him again too. I'm ex- I'm very excited for that. Um, you mentioned Maul, but they wrap up the Maul and Obi Wan story beautifully. I was talking about this with some friends um, at work, and some 
like we were there are a few of us were that were like dude like it was perfect that was a perfect lightsaber battle so i was like i wish it was longer it's like no it was so samurai he had all of those years he's sitting in the desert he's thinking about how his master died he knew exactly what to do because he knew ma was going to do the same thing and it was just perfect it was beautiful because i remember when i first watched i was like what the heck is this and then i sat and i looked and I'm like this is genius like this is pure genius right here i mean when i first saw it when i was like 15 16 years old i'm like this is stupid i hate it now i'm 23 and time has gone on and i look back and i'm like it's i don't think it could get any better than that just that's pure samurai right there like i've said i've said it many times but obi-wan and maul are a love story with one another and i think like the way that they wrap it up i it's one of the better conclusions for two characters in star wars yeah some might say the best this is true um but it's a it's a good series yeah it's like a tier it floats between a and b tier for me i really i really 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 like rebels it has some it has lovable characters it has very lovable characters that you can get behind you're so political and i love it because i know you don't love it as much as i do (laughs) Well, I'm not done yet, so I can't say as much about it. And I want to be positive about it. I mean, I can't say much about it. I don't think it's meant for someone my age. That's fair. That's fair. Um, And we talked about the Ralph Bacori art, so you wanted to get into that as well. Oh, I think it's really cool. At first, like, did I have a hard time? Yes. But I think some of the scenery in Rebels is some of my favorite. Um, Just because it's it's very Ralph Bacori. And I I have so much... My computer is filled with Ralph McQuarrie um, concept art. Mm-hmm. I cannot get it. I, Star Wars concept art is like my favorite art to look at. And I know people are like, oh, it is. I love art. I'm like, bro, I like Star Wars art. Star Wars art is the coolest art. Um, I would love to see the concept art for all of the movies. Like all, all of the movies. Like every single piece of concept art that was created. Like and that's and that's what I like. The books they would have been re- they've been releasing. I haven't bought any of them. And at some point when I like have more money money <laughs> um i, I want to buy all of the concept art books from like the sequel trilogy and all of like the anthologies and all of the movies and i want to buy the ralph mccord just to like you just pull it out and look at it look you, at them like if somebody's coming through like you have like a little kiddo running around like you can pull out a book and like look at all these cool pictures because like as kids dude if we had those we would be flipping through through those all the time like and then your mind run runs wild with it like wow look at this like imagine being like someone on this planet or oh god i love concept art Mm -hmm. i i do so i mean i talk about how there's difference in animations between uh bad batch clone wars and rebels um the lightsabers i do think it's an interesting take on them where like they're thin those are like the ralph mccorrie lightsabers that were intended to be created um it's interesting I do like it just because it's different from the rest. I do too. Um, and it kind of, it's like, it fits. Cause like Rebels is for a younger audience than even Clone Wars was for. I think, I think is like Rebels is for like that, like eight to 12 and like Clone Wars is like 12 to early teenagers. Um, yeah. 12 to like 16, 17, 18. Yeah. And like, and then you like, when you get older, you go animations late. Then you have us. 20 yeah. 23 24 years old like yeah. oh i love it yeah um 
But no, I think I think it does great things, and I'm excited to see Rebels season five. I mean, oh, Ahsoka. Yeah, that's all. I I love that they're calling it the Ahsoka show, but it's like the whole gang is getting back together. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Where it's there's such lovable characters that they're bringing them all back again, especially Chopper. So. Oh, I love Chopper. I love seeing him in the Ahsoka trailer. That's probably one of my favorite parts in the Ahsoka trailer is seeing his like little hands like flying out of his head and everything. Yeah, I I love Chopper so much. Um, next one, I'm just going to make quick mention of both of them because you haven't played them. Jedi Fallen Order, Jedi Survivor. Um, Fallen Order, great story. I love Jarrett Paul. I love the backstory for Cal Kestis. Jedi Survivor, only played about. 35 ish minutes of um minus the fact that it's not optimized on pc because that was a whole ordeal jedi survivor has probably i played a lot of single player combat games this has the best single player combat of all of any video game ever i don't think you could get a better comp i don't think you could create a better combat system like it is the gameplay I don't think I've I I genuinely don't think I've played a video game with better gameplay, more polished gameplay, a style of fighting. It's fluid. I'm so bummed that PC like there's times like my frames drop down and it's just not like optimized the way it should be better than Arkham Knight. It's not even a competition. I didn't know. It's so good. You have you have five different lightsaber fighting styles. You have single blade, you have dual blade, you have dual saber, and you have blaster saber. Blaster saber? Whoa, that's wild. You have a you have a blaster and a saber. That's some Kyle Katarn stuff right there. It is. I am not into. The, I'm not in the story. I've been avoiding all of like the cameos and spoilers for it. I have too. Um, I, don't, for, I don't even have I, anything to play it on. I don't have it. Yeah. I'm at the. I'm on Coruscant right now. That's like where the game starts. I am excited to, once my final gets done tomorrow, that is probably all I'm going to be doing tomorrow during the day, because I am now unemployed. <laughs> so I get to be <laughs> playing video games all day. <laughs> my unemployed friend at 2pm. Yes. I'm sure mom and dad will be thrilled to hear that I'm not applying for jobs at the moment, but I will be playing that video game all day. It's the summer of Will. This is true, but I just wanted to make mention of that because when i tell you survivor jedi survivor has the best gameplay i've ever i've played you played a lot i haven't played any of the souls games like elden ring or dark souls or sekiro i hear sekiro is like up there but a lot of people say this is better so that's just my little quick i wanted to put a pin in it and mention it i'm not through with the story yet i am excited though i am very excited will's a gamer folks he knows his stuff me? I'm Not such so a gamer. I'm really bad at video games. Will and I have to play co-op mode because I'm so bad at video games. Nah, I'm not that great at online Battlefront 2 anymore, but it's also because it's in PC lobbies. Yeah. Some people are cracked out of their mind. Yeah. Um, um, next. A new hope. Gosh. No. Huh? Oh, You're solo. two properties, yeah. Cal. Solo. We haven't even hit Rogue One. Yeah, solo, Rogue One. And an Andor. Oh, an Andor. God, we have so much left to do. <laughs> we're only an hour and 11 minutes in solo i don't think you can get a better adventure story in star wars dude solo rocks i don't understand people who are like oh solo's okay i'm like dude what movie were you watching i had a blast 
We did that out of order. I think Solo is before Rebels. Oh, well. Yes. Not Solo a... is such a good movie. Dude, Solo. Yeah, Solo is definitely before Rebels. Um... <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. Now that I think about it, fake fans. Dude, um... Solo. It's so fun, man. Like, is the beginning a little goofy? Yeah, but like, whatever. Oh, I love it. I think it's great. The the speed, like the racing through, like on the like the car, uh, the the speeders through the streets of Corellia. Corellia is awesome. It is. Bunch of we worked there in Bad Batch. I um, like, I don't. I mean, all of the Disney era movies have gone under production hell, but them dropping the directors during filming, yeah, like dropping the directors entirely. Like you've had directors come over and like with Rogue One um gareth edwards like he had the movie film but then they had That's somebody coming in like reshoot air quotes they did the whole movie but, i mean both of those movies for the production hell they were in they finished fantastically i think though it was bigger news for solo because of just how um i think it was just a whole ordeal for the solo story so i i love what uh ron howard did with this I love what Ron Howard did with this movie. It was movie. awesome. And you know what bums me out? The tomato meter and the audience score of Solo. Tomato meters. Oh, it's it's stupid. Like, it's, it's like in the 60s, right? Yeah, it's 69 for tomato meter and 63 for audience. And that just. That it's because of the Star Wars fatigue that came out. Yeah, because this is post. Just because Jedi. of how close. Dude, man. Last Jedi changed the status quo for Star Wars. I can't really wait did. to get to I I can't wait to get to the Last Jedi here. Yeah. Um, um I don't the score for Solo as well. Fun. It's great. Like if you go back and listen to it, it is really really good. Like the yeah. the theme for uh what the hell's the villain's name? Uh Dryden Voss. Dryden Voss. It's a it's a very unique theme that they have for that character. Yeah, solos. And you know what I love as well that we actually get in this. Chewbacca is a character. Like yeah. he's a legit character in this. Like he has a character arc in the originals. He doesn't really get one. And then in the Force Awakens, that's where he has like the most of one. And then he kind of gets sidelined again. Yeah. No, and like the humor in it is so funny because like we've talked about the humor before in some of the sequel movies. This humor is hilarious. It's like. He's like, he's like, how do you know how to fly? And Chewbacca says something. He's like, 190 years old? You look great. I love the line where he's talking about, he's like, I'm going to do something that my only one other guy has done. My good pal Needles. Needles who, who died doing this. It's so funny. <laughs> it's a dude. I love it. And the Kessel Run is a very good scene. I think the Maelstrom, again, is one of those scenes where it's like it might have over stayed its welcome i think i said overwelcomed its stay last time it overstayed its welcome <laughs> but you know what it's fun it's enjoyable it is it's a black dude it's a blast like it's just fun. like i know alvin Ehrenreich has gotten some flack like oh he's no han solo dude he does great his like the he way does. he walks the way he stands the way he like frames sentences it is very harrison ford-esque I don't. I think the costumes in this are the best Disney era costumes. Are we? We're just talk, thinking about Lando right now, aren't we? I know in general. I'm, I'm, no, I'm but not. I'm thinking. No, no, no. But I'm thinking of like the outfit that Kira wears when she yeah. goes when they go to uh, what's the spice mine planet Kessel? Kessel. Um, 
when they go to Kessel, I'm thinking of the two outfits that Lando wears, Han's Corellia crew gear and then his Beckett crew gear. I'm thinking yep. about the Battlefront stuff right now. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, this is Battlefront stuff. How can you forget How can you forget the iconic Vandor Heist Chewbacca skin as well? I do love the goggles, though, that he has on, and he's got those two straps. Yeah. I remember the trailer and came out. I, uh, remember the trailer came out, like Chewbacca's head's hanging up and the rock's coming towards, and you and I are like, wow, I wonder if he dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they yeah they played that in the trailer and i was like okay don't try to bait people if chewbacca is gonna die um there's one character in this that i love that's his name rio durant yes the um oh um oh my god i just heard that the um oh my god i know his species name john favreau um, yes oh my god dude this is gonna kill me i just i was listening to force center and they were talking about Rio Duran, they're talking about his species name. Oh my Starts god. Starts with an A. Oh my god. AR. Oh shoot. Don't say it. Don't say it. C- continue. Oh my god. Second Amendment. Argonian? Love no, not Argonian. Right that's, the, that's from Skyrim. No. I don't, I don't remember. Ardinian. Ardinian! God! I love, I love Rio Durant. The limited time that he has in the movie awesome oh is that a wookie yeah dude and like he's talking about like cooking food and stuff. i don't know i don't i gotta rewatch solo man i don't remember enough that mm-hmm. I, um and the more i think about the villain i've really come around on the cloud riders yeah what a sick group but a, yeah like, that's a sick name for a group it's like Skywalker, dude they're bringing back cloud warwick Rider. davis as well hey shout dude, out warwick, I love man. warwick davis He's been in like all of like the Star Wars movies. I feel like like Anthony Daniels and like him are like up there for like showing up the most. Yeah, because like he was wicked, and then like like well, we gotta bring him back somehow. Exactly. I will say as well. Um, I know you and I both did this when we saw the movie, but they're like, "You're Tobias Beckett. You're the person that killed Aura Singh." We're like, "Oh, Aura Singh, Aura Singh," <laughs> and then dude, Woody Harrelson rules in this movie when he's like he's like well fall killed her and that's more when you and i are like the fall killed her what what uh dude i I, that's something i want to see the backstory of i know you can't put that in tales of the jedi because that's not like a jedi story but you know what tales of the bounty hunters are like dude i i'd love a bounty hunter type of like animated show tales from jabba's palace one more make the series right now god that make solo to happen make a sequel to solo yeah i like a disney plus series or like it doesn't have to entirely have han solos or like you can do it with i mean dengar boba fett bosk tomorrow morrison anybody yeah, tomorrow morrison wants to be in stars again another person who wants to be in star wars and is still alive use them use them use yeah. them it makes financial sense too because i'll go see it and everybody who knows him is going to go see it I, there is a very devoted fan base to Solo too. While it may not be big, we are mighty. We are mighty. We are small, but we are mighty. Um. But yeah, that's I love that's a Solo movie. I don't think you get more of a fun Star Wars movie. Like I think that is like the pinnacle of like fun Star Wars. Well, I agree. Is it the pinnacle? I don't know. We're gonna get to that when we talk about Return of the Jedi, because yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Well, setting might play into that as well, but, sure. um, Andor, 
what have we not said Dude, about Andor? Andor is perfect. That show is actually it's, yeah. perfect. Start to finish, I don't think you could get a better let not let alone Star Wars show. I don't think you could get a better TV show. No, it's the also like the writing in it, it like it assumes we're not morons. It knows its audience. It's like we're not it should Star Wars be ever for everyone. Yes, but in the few rare occurrences when it's not like Andor is not for kids. Andor is not mm-hmm. for those who Oh, this is boring. There's too much talking. Okay. Watch something else. And like just the talking scenes in Andor are so good. Mon Mothma's apartment. Whenever we saw Mon Mothma's apartment pop up, I'm like, all right, we're about to learn some stuff here. Well, let's go through the list. Okay. So the characters, they're great. The performances, phenomenal. The plot couldn't get better. Each three episode story arc, I was devoted to all of them. Even like the one and done episodes that happened, devoted to them entirely. The music, phenomenal. Yeah. The cinematography, the best I think Star Wars has had for cinematography. It's up, yeah. Um, like I, I don't think you can get a better. I, the, there's three shots I'm thinking of. Obviously, the one with the eye, where like you're looking at it from like that view. The one where uh uh vel and what's her love interest's name oh god i can't remember i don't remember but the lady that they go with where you're they're underwater in that submarine kind of they're holding on to the james bond yeah. and they're looking up whoops um and they're you see the eye from that and then also when Aunt cassian gets captured and he's at that imperial prison and you see like the sky like an aerial view of that imperial like it's this it's the imperial symbol. Yeah. And that's how the prison's laid out. It's Andy Circus's character. I'm bummed that he's still alive. I'm ugh, allegedly. I wish he died. But you know what? I'll take it. I love Andy Circus again. Because he, he's so good. He's a great actor. Again, this is what we said. Like people who love being Star Wars getting a chance to continue being Star Wars. Andy Circus. I when he started doing the one way out chant at celebration, I wish I was there for that. I wish I was there for that because God, one way out is like, when I was watching, there are like things like art brings you back to certain points in your life. Like when I think about Andor, I think about my old studio apartment that I was living in mm-hmm. in Madison. And I was like, like I'd come home from work on Wednesdays and I would immediately sit down and I'm turning on Andor. I'm turning it on Andor later at night and like, you like remember smells. I'm like, I remember what my apartment smelled like. It didn't stink before. You're like, oh, it didn't smell like socks. No, I remember what you're like the entryway for when we'd walk in. Yeah, I know what that smelled like. It was like, I just, it brings me back to a point. I like, I think about like drinking a sparkling, like sparkling water and having like my own homemade lasagna that I'd make every week and I'd be eating it. You know what I, you know what's a bummer that we got robbed of? What? Is that Bad Batch was supposed to come out in the fall of 2022? Was it really? Yeah, I remember it got bumped back to January. You know what, dude? We could have been getting we could have been getting Andor and Bad Batch on the same days. That would have been harder. And I, that, I would have been like, "What do I turn I, on first? I don't know. Holy crap! I would have been turning on Andor. I would have been turning on Andor first. The finale of Bad Batch, though, might have been turning that yeah. on. Yeah, but nonetheless, this is an Andor talk. 
I, dude, it's Luthen's speech. It's such dude, a great series. When he's talking to the mole, he's like, "When I, I, he's like, I am sacrificing myself for a sunset that I will never see." I'm like, "Damn!" If that is not one of the hardest lines in movie history, I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. I want to rewatch Andor, I, dude. I really want to rewatch Andor. I think what I'm going to do with a lot of like the Star Wars Disney Plus series. Uh, I should do it with Book of Boba Fett as well. Like, I want to wait like a year after they come out and revisit it. Yeah, because like I need to, I want to like let it settle and like rewatch the whole series. I've watched a couple episodes individually from Andor again, but I want to like rewatch the whole thing. Should we do that as a po- start to finish? Should we do that for the pod? Do you want me to do that as well? Like we rewatch Obi Wan in like the first week of June. Yeah, I mean, first week of June will be tough for me. It probably have to be the last week of May or when, but... when you know, whenever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Andor, dude, it's, I, um, oh, I was on a thought train and I forgot it now. Oh, well, um, it's, I, I never thought that a show about Cassie and Andor would be as good as it actually was. Like it's when the trailer first came out for it, you and I are like, this looks really good. Yeah. Did not anticipate it being this good though. Did not anticipate it being this good. I remember when it was announced and I, I might be on record for clowning. I'm like, dude, you can't tell me. Like, oh, Andor is going to be so good. I remember like clowning on it. Holy crap. I have never been more happy in being wrong in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. God, somebody's jumping upstairs. Somebody's car alarm's going off outside my house. Oh, nice. Chaos in the world. Um. But we've we've sung the praises for Andor a ton. If you haven't seen it, I know people were like, "Oh, I don't know, like, I don't know if I'm gonna watch Andor." Dude, if you have not watched Andor, please go and watch Andor. Please go yeah, and get watch on that. Andor. Like, oh, it's the best written Star That's Wars. The first since thing I'm showing. Empire. Even like you know, yeah, it's in the conversation for the best ever. Yeah, I mean, it gives Clone Wars a run for its money. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, like if we it's want to hard talk to... about just like story wise, yeah, story wise, yeah. If you're just looking at the stories, it's very hard because like dialogue wise, nothing touches. Like nothing touches Andor. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Um, Mon Mothma is easily my favorite character out of that because I she's someone that I never thought I'd love as much. When she's talking about how she learned to play the part of playing two sides from Palpatine, I'm like this this lady she rules. she is her dude i'm so excited to see her in ahsoka too that's another actor who you can tell loves playing the character dude, star it's a good time to be i know we say this all the time but it's a good time to be a star wars fan i mean we're talking about the it's always i mean i love talking about the positives it's more enjoyable it is ah, star wars bad but so next property oh gosh we're not even at the original we have trilogy a long, yet. This is going to be a, a this is a mega. Hey, listen, it's our two year anniversary party on. I know you have a final in the morning, but if you want to stop and yeah, we want to do a part two, we can. I no no no. I just have to get a forty three on it to pass. I was already looking to see what I have to get to pass. Class, is that what you were doing so. while we were sitting out here on the pod? No, I was doing it earlier today. I just can't wait to be done with it. Okay, well, if you want to continue, so, we can, I just, I if mean, you want to go to bed, I, I get it. No, we'll keep rolling here. All right. Um, if we reach midnight, I might be like, "All right, we're gonna stop." <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Rogue One. Rogue One. Dude. First anthology movie. And that hit so good. Mm-hmm. I remember you and dad asking me, you're like, is it better than The Force Awakens? And I said yes, but I mean, that was at a point in time where I said every movie was great when I got out of the theater. But it was, um, I think it's better than The Force Awakens. Yeah, I mean, okay, here's the thing. I have to, like, if I'm really rating these movies and taking out the nostalgia, Force Awakens drops heavily yeah. on my list. Heavily. And Rogue One is, um, like, number one or number two. Of all the movies? If you're, like, at a, a, an objective perspective? Oh, yeah, I guess if we're dropping all the nostalgia, I, Empire's better. Well, yeah, Empire's better. talking about Disney? Yeah, you know, Disney. No, no, yeah, it's I, Empire. I do, oh, yeah, Empire. yeah, yeah, yeah. I see empires a perfect i see what you're saying yeah um but rogue one i have to say it introduces the ring of caffeine i don't think <laughs> we've seen a like more creative location it. in all of star yeah, wars dude and it's so good and like this is why i'm so jealous of you the opening of the movie on um i don't remember the planet's name where galen urso is and he's Koranic finds him with the death troopers it's farming really a man of your talents Oh god, dude! It, it's in Iceland, and you lucky Emma. I'm going to Iceland. I mean, I don't. I'm not going to where they film. Well, yeah, it, but, but like, still, you could probably go to any black sand beach. Like, wow, Rogue One. Wow, yeah. The, so we talk about the cinematography for Andor. Um, what's it? It's uh, Tony. Tony Gilroy. Tony Gilroy. He did the. He was the one who took over for Gareth Edwards after. Yeah, Tony. Tony. Tony um, Gilroy made. He's making the Rogue One verse. Yeah, he. Uh, he, uh, he understood what he was doing for it. And man, oh man, it's. It's a long movie, but it. It's enjoyable, like from start to finish. I think it is like the way that like it's set up. Like you start out where like you get like the backstory for Jin and everything. And then we end up on Jeddah, and then we end up on Edu, and then we end up back at the Rebel Alliance on Yavin 4, and then we end up on Scarif. The third act, I think this has the best third act of any Star Wars movie. Yeah, no, it's it's up there. Um, and this is, I was also thinking when we were talking about um, Dawn of the Jedi movie, we are probably going to see either Octu or Jeddah. Yep. I love You and Jedi. I have... I, I don't. That is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I think I. Okay. Well, here. Minor spoiler. I. For Jedi Survivor, there is an action sequence that takes place on Jedi City. I need to buy. So. I read that, but I was like, damn, I didn't. I wish I didn't see that. That's the only thing that I know about the game, though. Um, And the one thing. Uh, like, I love two tubes. Two tubes is so good. Yeah. Whenever we see two tubes, like, bro, two tubes is on the screen. Let's go. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and the characters, dude, they, like the crew is so cool. I love the crew of Rogue, like the Rogue One crew. Um, I already know it's going to go on my gravestone. Um, it is cheered in Way's last words when he says to Baze, "Look for the Force. You will always find me." That's enough to. That's a great. That's enough to make a grown man cry. That is my. That is going to be on my tombstone. Like, look for the Force, mm. and you will always find me. I love that the that like it has 
I mean, me being the fan that I am, like, oh, I would have loved to see uh, Chirrut pull out his lightsaber. But I love that there's people that are so devoted to the Force, even though they are not able to use it. Because they, they like, be- you can see the Force like working its way into people, where it's like he finds the Master Switch, but like he's not a Force user. But you see the Force working in its mysterious ways, where it's like it finds its way into people and like people are still so devoted to it. Yeah, no, it's cause like they believe in the good of the Jedi and like what they stand for. Um, but that's then I don't, I've never talked about this, but like, that's where people like, they say it like it's peace be with you. May the force be with you. Yeah. Like they say it, like they toss it left and right. That's like a phrase where like you see the force with somebody like may the force be with you. Force that to me, that like whole scene, like that's the embodiment of that saying. Yeah. It is. It's. it's I, I just thought of that. Gosh, this is great. Yeah. Also, we get Orson Krennic. I I love his character as what well. we see him in Bad Batch too. Oh, man, love Bad Batch. This all comes back to Bad Batch. Everything is. You can connect any story to Bad Batch. Bad Batch truly oh, is a it. nexus point in Star Wars. Like every it single is. thing. Like, yes, all the movies are connected, but, like, nothing is, like, directly at its core more connected to everything than Bad Batch. It finds a way. I love how, like, we are, like, we're the true, we're the biggest champions of Bad Batch on the internet. I don't know if we are, but I'm going to say that we are. Um, Yeah, we can make that statement. Um, It introduces Death Troopers in live action, dude. The scrambling of, like, their voice comms. These are just all minor things that, but I mean, I love it. It's great. It's the little things that make love special. Indeed. Um, and I, I, Vader being in the, I, Vader being in it and Palpatine not, I like that as well. Yeah, the Vader's castle thing was cool. Oh, it was sick. Yeah. And it reminds you there's I, a man. I think it's hilarious. Oh, sorry. Oh, what's that? I said it reminds you there's a man under the suit. Mm-hmm. Like I remember seeing, seeing that, Anakin. And I was like, "Holy crap, that's right! There's a dude in there. There's a guy mm-hmm. in there." I think it's hilarious at the end of the movie. Like we're detecting a massive object from hyperspace, and you see the Death Star rising up. I'm like, I would love to see that shit moving at hyperspace. <laughs> like that is just a big ball, like flying through space. Purgle, because I always thought it just like move slowly. Like that's what, under the interpretation that I was. The fact that that thing has hyperspace capabilities, dude, they could have been doing some like Admiral Holdo moves, just chucking, demolishing planets. <laughs> Purgles are like, what in the world? They got a beach ball. <laughs> this is not what hyperspace was intended for. I'm glad they don't. I hope they. I don't think they ever will show that, but I am so glad they didn't show that. If I had seen <laughs> that in the I, theater, I, I don't know what I would have done. I would have been like, this looks so stupid. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's like it's like rising over the. Pl- it's a beautiful shot, like it, like seeing the like it on the mm. far side. But it just reminds me of like in a Teletubbies, like the sun rising. It's like hello, it's like the Death Star yeah. rising. Oh God, uh, I think it's cool too that uh, the Death Star, like Cassian, helped built it. Krennic sort of like got the whole thing orchestrated and ended up killing both of them. Yeah, dude, that's that's poetry. Five ever. That it's poetry. really oh i i'm such a fan of it though i think it's a great anthology movie the two anthology movies that they made with solo and rogue one they were home runs in my opinion yeah um 
Original trilogy. First one. Dude, I love New Hope. It's my second favorite. Um, it's such a fun movie, man. Like, without that, you get nothing. Like, if, that, if A New Hope doesn't work, we don't get any of this. And, dude, A New Hope worked. It was at the right place, the right time, the right story, the right characters. Ah. Oh. I think, yeah, for it being the starting point for Star Wars, I think it sets up everything soup. Like, it has everything you want for a fun movie. It does. It has a good amount of mysticism. It has a good amount of adventure. Um, where it doesn't get bogged down in, like, all oh, the mystical parts. But it does. it's not too, like, popcorn action. Like, the Jedi, you get with the Jedi. It teases the Clone Wars. Like, you fought in the Clone Wars. Imagine being in 1977. Like, what the f- what the f are the clone wars and you don't find out until like the mid 2000s yeah if this podcast came out like the 70s and 80s we would have been like i would have loved to see what our predictions and theories were for that yeah like what were the clone wars Mm -hmm. you don't find out for 30 years i i think the you might disagree but i think the like you talk about like it being a fun movie i don't think there's any like the cantina scene is like the easily like the most fun thing in that movie yeah. like if you go back and rewatch that scene like it starts the dude with like not like the et head but like it's kind of like a wide head like he pops yeah. up and the music starts playing oh i love it it's, it's so good dude, my friends and i and there's a video of sam jackson talking about like seeing stars for the first time he's like we all went to see stars and we were high and we saw these people smoking hookah pipes <laughs> in the cantina <laughs> and he's like i want to be in that i want to see this interview i have not seen this interview Oh, I like got into it. I was like in the rabbit hole, like Instagram reels, and I saw it. That's that's funny. Um, there's something I wanted to say. Oh yeah, no, like my friends and I, like when we were in college, we would have this. Wow, it's so weird to be saying when I was in college. Um, yeah. When I was in college, like we'd be at the bars, and like someone would go on touch tunes and like turn on the Cantina song in the bar, and we'd all be like <laughs> dancing to it. Oh my gosh. Um, everyone's looking like look at those nerds exactly like I don't know, we were having a blast <laughs> yeah. if you're not dancing to the cantina song you are a loser I the confrontation between Obi-Wan and Vader I mean it was a product of its time with like the saber fight but the uh, I w- I've been waiting for you Obi-Wan god so meet good. again at last I dude like seeing everything like it seeing all the previous stuff that builds up to that as well then and seeing that confrontation again it hits different and it's like i i understanding like especially where the obi-wan kenobi series left off and now picking this up again it's like a nice wrap to those two as well yeah no it is it's and like it's so like i love like the dog fighting like the trench run um that's a blast that that the the death star battle's a blast it's a uh, uh, there's for it coming out in 77 and being having the ability to do what it did it's it's very good oh yeah it's yeah Dude. and yeah grand moff tarkin mm-hmm. rules he was just wearing loaf loafers the whole time yeah, he was just a comfy man no idea he's <laughs> walking a around set didn't Rest care in peace. i don't know how long i don't know how long he's been dead for but He's a legend. 
I was uh, I read something today and it was talking about when Carrie Fisher released her book about how Harrison Ford and her were having an affair during the filming of that one. Yeah. Um, and people were like, she put that in her book and then she ended up dying a month later. So she didn't have to answer any questions about it. So like people are like making jokes about that where they're like, she did the ultimate G mover. She just like absolutely ratted out Harrison Ford and was like, all right, have fun with those questions. Yeah. Rot row. <laughs> he was married at the time as well. Rot row. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they're married anymore. It's Harris. Yeah, who knows at that point. But I uh I just everything about that movie, A New Hope, like rewatching it, it's been like three weeks now. Um, it feels so weird. Like every time I come back and watch the Star Wars movies again, I'm like I go into it with like a different perspective. Uh-huh. Like I like see it in like a new lens. So it just feels so weird seeing it again and like this is what kicked off everything. And it's you couldn't ask for a better like start to a franchise. I wish I was old enough to remember what like my first reaction to the movie was. Yeah. Cause my, I don't really remember my first reaction to star Wars movies until like revenge of the Sith. Yeah. I remember that kind of attack of the clones, but like, I remember more revenge of the Sith. I remember being scared during the end of the end of revenge of the Sith. Mm -hmm. And like, I have like, like I remember parts of empire strikes back and everything like that was the first one we saw i remember those portions but like i don't remember my initial reaction like oh my god this is the greatest movie yeah. ever like so with like the original trilogy because we saw them when we were so young i wish i was able to remember what my knee-jerk like initial reaction would be well we loved it because it dominated it's, it has dominated our life since then this is true <laughs> if, if, so. if we didn't love it we would not be sitting here podcasting about it for two years very very true um empire it's a perfect i have my i could show you the my poster on my wall i know the poster it's it's a perfect the 40th anniversary it's a perfect yeah my 40th anniversary poster for empire dude it's a perfect movie the like the the juxtaposition between luke and vader's character where like luke and yoda are like taking like the more like they're on a nature side of the force and it's them interacting with the environment and then you see vader and he's on the superstar destroyer and cold unforgiving it's just like all cold yes it's just such a cold environment he's surrounded by technology he's surrounded by a suit which we know they've talked about in books where it's like it's meant to be uncomfortable for him to use um I I love getting into like the force and actually Yoda's so funny in that movie as well. He's so silly. Well, I'll talk more about Yoda in Return of the Jedi. Um like things that he does, it's funny, but um No, yeah, Yoda's like when he first shows up, you're like what? And he's like he's just a goofy <laughs> little dude. He's trying to like poke and prod Luke and then you see him turn into grandmaster mode and you're like whoa, mm-hmm. this guy this is sick yeah um this is empire is like probably number three or four for my favorite scores as well yoda's theme like yoda and the force it's a great i love the asteroid yeah. field the beginning the asteroid field is one of my favorite scenes in all of star oh, wars yeah, it's like the joy and like the rush of like movies mm-hmm 
I love when, like, obviously when Hans is like, oh, we can still outmaneuver them. And they show that, again, a product for its time where, like, you see them. I love when the <laughs> Star Destroyers are hitting one another and they're like, whoa. Yeah, you can tell that, like, the ship wasn't moving and it was just the people moving <laughs> yeah. to, like, indicate that. Um, I love that scene of it. But then in when they come out of the asteroid field again and they're getting chased... Uh, and he tries to go to light speed again. He's like, I thought I fixed it. Yeah. It's not my fault. Yeah. God. And, um, no, I don't dude. this is like quintessential. Like this like movie is like quintessential Darth Vader and it is quintessential Han Solo. No, I don't Mm. have a landing permit. I'm trying to reach Lando Calrissian. Like, the humor in it is uh, hurry up goldenrod you're a permanent <laughs> resident <laughs> he's dude han solo hates c3po in every single movie <laughs> oh i'm just convinced harrison ford hated anthony daniels you know after seeing like their personalities i mean they might be good friends but yeah it's funny just to see that yeah um uh I the fight between Vader and Luke. This is where I was talking about like I mean Yoda and Dooku have like that weird rock throwing competition in Attack of the Clones. But then in this one, like Luke shows up to the Carbonite like freezing room where Vader is and he just says, The force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. And then it's on. That's all you need for a fight. Yeah, and then I love the line where he's like, your destiny lies with me, Skywalker. And I'm like, God, I love it. Like, it is so... It is just... Darth Vader you don't... is the most terrifying villain in all of movies. And this scene is the reason why. This movie is the reason why. He is choking MFs right and left. Like, doesn't matter who you are. Everybody's catching these hands. Like, Darth Vader is just like... I it's he's it does so much for both the characters of Luke and Vader like though like that's like the focus of the movie and I mean I would love to watch the movie with someone who doesn't know that he's his father talk about the most iconic like it's the most iconic line in movie history people misquote it so much Luke I am your father like no no I am your father yeah no it's I'm like, but people people haven't even seen Empire Strikes Back, and they know yeah. that. Like, that's how much of like a cultural impact that movie had. Yeah, people who like couldn't quote a single line out of any Star Wars movie. No. Hmm. Like you, I know people who haven't even seen like my roommate. She hasn't seen the movies, and she knew that coming into it. Yeah, everybody knows. And she didn't know anything. Like, she didn't know that Luke and Leia were siblings. And I feel like that's, like, the next big thing that people know. Yeah. No, it's... I I love... the yeah, Empire Strikes Back is my favorite movie of all time. It is perfect. Um, it's, it's so good. The introduction with Lando. The complete polar opposite of Han Solo. Oh, yeah. No, he's like... Like, Han's cool, but in a rough way, Lando is like... How you doing, lady? Lando's slick with it. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Leia. He's like kissing her hand. It's like you little mm. smoothie. Oh my god. 
uh, I hope that there's more that we get to see with the development of like Han and uh, Lando. Like to like, I want to see more interactions with yeah. them younger. No, I agree. Yeah, there. It's yeah. Yeah. Return of the Jedi. I got to see it in theaters. It was so awesome. Lucky. Dude, I had so oh. much fun. Like, I was there, and, like, there's some people, like, dressed as Darth Vader, Leia's Bosch armor, and Boba Fett. Um, it was a blast, man. Like, I got emotional when, they like, the music hit, and, like, I'm watching, like, dude, Star Wars belongs on the big screen. I cannot wait for the next movies. You're watching, you're like, damn, dad saw this back in 83. I know. I'm like, wow, I'm literally dad right now. Um it's cool to think of it like that, though. Yeah, like I'm like watching this is... the same movie that he watched back at that forty years ago. I'm like, this is generational right now. Because wait, hold on, let me do some math here real quick. Oh, he's a lot younger than I was when I saw it in the theater. But um, <laughs> he's a lot younger than I am. Um, anyways, no, it was awesome. Like, dude, seeing every like I know everything is gonna happen, but I'm still having a blast. Like, people like. There's so many funny parts in this movie. Like, is Darth Vader my father? And Yoda's like, I'm just gonna die instead. Then instead of answering this question, he's like, rest, <laughs> I must. Like a guy down a few rows in front of him, just starts, he just bursts out laughing. <laughs> and like, um, God, there was what, what? What else? Like, okay. This might be the goofiest Star Wars movie. Like, Jabba's Palace is a bunch of hippies laying around. Um, the Ewoks worshipping C-3PO, I have never laughed until it's I watched hilarious. this. It is so funny. I am, like, watching this in the theater. And, like, the Ewoks, I like as I watched it as a kid, but, like, I never, like, watched and, like, laughed about it until I was sitting in the theater and, like, I'm laughing. Everybody else is laughing because they're all, like, they're all, like, little teddy bears, like, Oh, and like you can see oh, oh my god oh. and the line of like like hey 3PO you why don't you use your divine influence and get us out of this he's like well that would be proper so he's like proper he's like yes it's against my programming to impersonate a deity <laughs> and I'm like and I'm I'm laughing out I'm like I've never realized this and oh my god it's an awesome dude I love it's it's slept on sorry I've monologued no, it's I, I completely agree with what you're saying. It's very, very funny. I love that scene where he they we get first introduced to the Ewoks. It's so funny. And the line that you and I send each other all the time of when Lando's getting dragged into the great Petacarcoon to the Sarlacc. Oh yeah. Like, Should we give <laughs> Wait, I thought you were blind. And they kept the line because I know they had changed it to like in some version, it's like just trust me, but now, like in the move in the screen, I was like, "God, I hope he says it." And he goes, oh, "That's all right. I can see a lot better now." <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. I love it. Mm. No, I. Well, with Return of the Jedi as well, the build up with Vader and Luke, then like that fight between the it's two good. of them, the the score that like starts to like play over when Luke finds out that Vader's going to try and uh turn leia and it plays like the humming like yeah mm, yeah i i love that so much and then when luke finally takes the stance where he's like i am a jedi like my father before me and he like has the saber tossed to the side and he becomes a jedi knight it's because he's he chooses the route of peace and he's not 
and we'll get into it with the last Jedi. I don't get how people understand it, but they, he looks down at his hand and he looks down at Vader seeing that he has the same situation where he's missing the hand and everything. It looks like he's not going to die by my hand. Yeah. It's like, I, like I could literally follow his path if I continue what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. It's, I, it's a very beautifully done scene. No, it's a great, it's a great, it's a great movie. Um, just like, yeah, the themes of everything and like good always prevails. I'm so glad they didn't go with the original idea of like Luke putting on the helmet, like I am Darth Vader. No, thank God they didn't do that. I love like the message that good always wins at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Also, I would agree with that, bro. Nyan Nub. Hell yeah. I love Nyan Nub. Um, oh. oh. Um, just trying to think about it. It's a good movie. It's such a fun movie. Because I know some people are like, oh, if the movie was paced better, if they didn't have Jabba's pals at the beginning. It's like, okay, but like, I thought about that as I was watching it. I'm like, I wouldn't have bought anything else in this movie. Like, well, you just got Han back. It's like, well, how'd you get Han back? Like, he was taken by yeah. Boba Fett. Um, but yeah, I think that's something that like you have to have for that because although it's like when you compare it to like the rest of the movie, it's out of place. Like if you don't have it, it's more confusing then. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, when I was watching it, I was like, wow, I want to play Ewok hunt with you again and play as a little Ewok. Yeah, we did. And we sucked. We suck at Ewok hunt. Um, but yeah, Mando. Mando. Man, first two seasons. Of Mando, the Mandalorian revived Star Wars in my opinion. Like in like the light where like people hold it to with the original trilogy. Yeah, no, it's We've set our piece on the fir or the third season. I think the third season does a good job of setting a lot of stuff up and it made me very excited for season 4. Dude, the first season, the first two seasons mm -hmm. of Mando are like S tier. Yeah. I I think the story between Mando and Grogu, even into season three, like the the training and just like him showing him the way of the galaxy and the cultures and just yeah. what it is to like sort of be on your own. I it's so good. It's such a good story. Well, he's the first like lone wolf in the cub thing. Um mm -hmm. And it was, it's like the true wet, like, dude, the opening of Mando season one of like just the beeper of the bounty puck going off. And you see open on the back of his helmet and he's just walking into the town on the ice. It's, it's so good. Like mm -hmm. all of the episodes of like, dude, the, I think about the Boba Fett episode when he comes back um, and they're fighting for, to get Grogu, but then Grogu gets taken in season two. Episode two, season one, dude, Mando is so it is it's very good um even in season three uh i do enjoy like the battle droids and like the cis like on like that planet where it's a peaceful planet it was a formerly imperial ruled planet um i enjoy seeing like the the tone that they were in for like a detective like kind of like mystery where they're trying to figure out why are these droids malfunctioning what's going on with that like I think it's an interesting concept that they were using for it. Um not here. Yeah. I 
I also enjoy in season three, Bo-Katan feels more of a character than she ever has before. Her character arc is very good. We didn't talk about it much. She has a very good character arc. She's like, yeah, I, I screwed up. I, I gave up. I surrendered. I did everything I said I wouldn't. Um, mm-hmm. And then Mando's like, yo, your, your song's not yet written, and I'll follow you. I'm like, shout out. I wish you were the star of the season right I love now, that but line. I love this. Yeah. You know, I will say I'm okay with them developing her character. Um, I I think it's – I she deserved it. I think her character deserved it because she's one of those people that loves playing her character. Like she voiced Bo-Katan in the animation. Yep. And she looks like – she looks – they made her identical. Yeah. So – did you see the interview of her on Harloff talking about the Bo-Katan fans? Oh, yeah, dude. I watch, Yeah, I love that. No, 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 no. But where she was talking, she was like, 80% are happy I'm back. Yeah, no, I, I, are I like know the angry. one that you – I know the, the, the small percentage of what they that's said. So, that's so funny I, yeah, to me. I burst out laughing when I heard that. That was funny. I look at the comments. Everyone's like, only 2%? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fun, it is though. it I was really very funny it, but katie sackoff rocks um i enjoy the ending of season three though where like they're on their own plot of land on navarro and i mean if, if it was the ending of the entire mandalorian show i'd be a little disappointed for how it ended but i'd be happy that mando and grogu would like a happy ending. yeah like i'd be happy to see them retire and that's their life mando trains him and then i mean the Grogu goes on to live his life then, but it's, I'm a big fan of that ending for season three. Yeah. That being said, um, I'm hyped for season four with like them de- yes, doing their own thing too. again. Um, I, it's going to be a very, very good season. Yeah. So. Book of Boba Fett. I, I love Boba Fett with the Tusken Raiders. I do too. I was, such a good story such a good story yeah like people are like oh it's boring and slow dude they they made the tuscan raiders from like these like terrorists into like oh these are like a people with a culture like you are invading their lands uh i love when star wars gets into the cultures of the people on unique planets like the donnie and andor where they worship the eye yep. like that's like their big event the tuscan raiders and how they have like their whole sort of like their cultures and rituals were like Boba Fett like drinks like takes like ass yeah he's like, tripping in the <laughs> desert because yeah he's like going through he's like Jesus Christ but Tatooine used to be like there was an ocean that's so cool and like you see that it's it's such a cool concept for what they did throughout that series I like and it went on for like four episodes and each time like I was getting more interested in like what was happening for it and. I, I mean, let's say the series ended where Boba Fett retired as like a part of like the Tuscan Raiders, like a surrogate Tuscan Raider. Okay, I cool. buy it. He's like already like such a Boba Fett, such an interesting character because I feel like he felt he had to live up to Jango Fett's name and he had to live up to his father, yeah. like who was like the bounty hunter. Yeah, Jango Fett was the king until Cat Bane rolled along. Um, yes. Oh man, we didn't even talk about that in Clone Wars, where it introduced us to Cad Bane. That's true. Uh, I I still remember Cobb Vanth. I still remember the trailer from the Clone Wars at the end of season one, teasing Cad Bane. Like his name is Cad Bane. 
I remember watching that. Mm-hmm. How old were we? Like it was four. I was in fourth grade, fourth or fifth. Yeah, it was probably fourth grade. You were going into like fifth or sixth. Yeah, I was going into fifth. I was still in elementary school, and I remember watching that trailer, and I was like, "Whoa, this guy's cool." It's sick. It is sick. Because the yeah, the last episode of season one is hostage crisis. Anakin doesn't have a saber. I love that I know the episode title and everything, but those things just stick out in my memory. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, but Boba Fett, I mean, they're the Mando episodes in Boba We talk about the Mando episodes of Boba Fett more than Boba Fett, and I want to stick in talking just about Boba Fett because it's really like the beginning of that show that was so good mm-hmm. for like the Boba Fett stuff. Yeah. Yes. I... I love like him getting out of the Sarlacc pit in the way that they went about creating that scene it was perfect yeah. it was so cool it's like the Patton oswald thing from parks and rec mm-hmm. um i although i wonder how a stormtrooper ended up in the sarlacc pit with him he could have just fallen in at some point that's like the only like continuity thing yeah oh how did this end up here well you know oh. like they're they're stormtroopers on tatooine like yeah I, i'm just he could some guy could have went out to the great pit of carcoon for a smoke break and just fell in didn't see where he was walking. He must have. He must Maybe have been some on Tuscan some spice. Drugged him. He could have been on spice. That's true. I was gonna say the Tuscan Raiders drugged him. They spiked his drink or something. Yeah, they could have. Um, oh wait, no, they fed him an iguana. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. This, the, oh yeah, that's how. Yeah, he runs up his they nose fed him and he's an like, I forgot. Yeah, ugh, I remember that. I was like, oh, gross. Ah, uh, the Polynesian spa. Just back from the book of Bubba. I, uh, I, we rip on them a lot, but like the enhanced cybernetics, although I think they're at a, I think that the wrong place in the galaxy, like it might yeah. make more sense on Coruscant. It is an interesting concept. Yeah, no, I, I think they're like the ability for them to like improve and make enhancements to themselves. It is something that fits in the star Wars world. Yeah, no. And, and it, I think, having them on coruscant would have been really cool but do they fit mm-hmm. not so much I, yeah tatooine i tatooine i don't think has the infrastructure for that but, <laughs> no, you know i don't know where they're I doing say that? with that because yeah. <laughs> we just talked about how but, lars couldn't afford to get a new leg i know and this is only like 40 years later like in the scheme of things i feel like you know they could probably maybe the technology changed in 40 years who knows yeah. Look at America. But I. 40 years ago? Or just the world in general. Technology. You didn't have the internet. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, I was going to say this with the Turn of the Jedi. Listen, and A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. If we play our cards right, Kel, we could be, we could see these movies at their 100th anniversary. Yeah, we definitely could. We'll be a little old, but if we play our cards right, that's true. We could make it. Oh, dude, we're fit. We're healthy. We're, I yeah, yeah. We can definitely see that. We're definitely we'll making it best. to fifty. I mean, fifty, fifty. Yeah. Oh god, if we don't make it to fifty, we're doing something wrong. Yeah, something went catastrophic. Some wrong. there was a major detour in our life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, that's dark. Because you will see me in my grave instead of seeing the fi- like I like if I am not at the fiftieth anniversary for the original trilogy, I must be yeah <laughs> the earth must not because exist there is no way i'm missing that 
<laughs> There's zero chance I am not going oh, to see yeah. those movies when they come out for year 50. Would you drive to Madison to see them? Because if they're doing this for 40, 50 is going to be drive to, Pat- to where you are? Yeah. No, like, would you drive, I drive two there. hours to Madison? Or... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I It was... This weekend was tough because uh, I have finals coming up. Yeah. Maybe I could. It's still in theaters for a week, so maybe I could go now. I mean, Hold up, let me look. I don't know if I want to pay for the gas to drive, but you don't need to look. We're talking about Bulk of Boba Fett, and we're gonna move on soon. But you don't need to look. We already know what it looks like. But I, uh, I do like in the last episode of Boba Fett the like the buddy cop kind of thing with Mando and uh, Boba. Yeah, no, it's cool. them fighting. I think the I think the action sequence for those two is is really cool. Yeah. They're like pals. And like them utilizing Boba with like the knee rockets and everything. I loved that. Especially in his episode I... of Mando. Mm-hmm. I can tell that the people like I Book of Boba Fett was a little misguided at points, but I can tell the people who wanted to make this series really did like Boba Fett as a character. Like they were part of that group where it's like when they saw him in Empire and Return of the Jedi, they're like Boba rules. Yo, Boba Fett. Where? Boba Fett. And what a sick name, too. What a sick name. You just, like, came someone, like, George, like, Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Django Fett. They, then they even upped it by making his father have even a sick name. Yeah. Um, also, the Huts, Like, Jabba the Hutt's Jang- brother and sister. That's cool. True. Very true. Danny Trejo showing up as a Rancor keeper. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It just does. If anybody's yeah. going to be he a looks like he'd be keeper. a rancor keeper. Yeah, if anybody like famous is going to be a rancor keeper, it's going to be Danny Trejo. Jack Black rolls up. <laughs> oh, gosh. Lizzo. That'd be, that'd be something. Lizzo rolls <laughs> Yeah, those two are just like the rancor keepers. They'd be like, what? Yeah, Christopher Lloyd. The rancor would pull Christopher Lloyd and he'd be like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Man's, man's Probably advanced. Probably break his back or something. He's advanced in age. Um, sequel trilogy but yeah that is the next one i don't i can't think of anything else no um i love the opening for force awakens i love the force awakens i it's interesting where they pick up with the galaxy and where it's at i think they kind of wrote themselves in a box god this is the first time we're talking about like the sequel trilogy. we haven't ever touched it (laughs) Holy crap! And we're two hours. Know, this, in. this could be a th- this could be a three hour podcast if we really wanted it to be. I'm sure it can. Um, we're gonna keep about the positives, though, yes. so maybe it won't be as long. I won't try to. Get, I, so I won't get into the writing for where they started. I'll keep it where the positives. I love the mystery behind Ray's character that they create in the Force yes. Awakens. I love the mystery of Luke Skywalker being gone as well. Yes. Nobody knows where he is or why he's gone. I Kylo Ren is an the reveal of I hope Jillian's not awake right now. The reveal of Kylo Ren's character though as well and the backstory for that and very very good. I will say that like there was a, like I'll say all like the the spoiler yeah, you part say so that you're we're not compromising your roommate's um viewing um, enjoyment. Dude, when when Snoke is like the head when droid is in the hands of your father Han Solo. I was like, what? Dude, the 
the theories and like the predictions that people had going into this movie like it was through like people thought it was luke because this was star wars coming back people thought it was luke yeah, they did i thought it was i thought that's who it was that would wow that would wild it would have dude and like some of the cinematography in this like the first person x-wing shots that they had they looked great. I was such a fan of it. The humor in this movie as well. I think this movie is funny. I think the only joke that bothers me is Finn with Phasma. He's like, I'm in charge. I'm in charge. I'm kind of like, eh. Yeah. The rewatchability of that isn't my favorite. But BB-8 giving Finn the thumbs up. Oh, that's up, hilarious. I think that's hilarious. Like, when I saw them, it was like, I was laughing so hard. I thought it was so good. The one line, the one, the, uh, line that gives me chills is like, it's like when they hit the fuse, like when they're hitting the fuses on them, the Aravana, like Han Solo's like new freighter, and they hit the ones like, uh oh, wrong fuses, and like you hear the Raptors getting up, and Han Solo just goes, "I got a bad feeling about this." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> dude, I love the Force Awakens so much. It is such a good movie. I like the whole the Force and the Rebellion, like were like." a myth and like they're like the history books yeah and it's kind of like i didn't think this was real and i love the tradition of it getting passed down and it's like you can't forget these things that they happen like you can't forget about the empire and everything the first order still exists yeah i i think it's so cool hux has a great speech on star killer base that's like nazi right there if you've ever like i'm surprised none of the people weren't getting like melted when it's lit <laughs> Oh, this like they weren't that far away from it. Like they didn't go blind. The trees were just getting knocked away. I'm surprised that's that too. Like it's the power of a sun. So just like, oh, that's a big. <laughs> the stormtroopers might have had. Yeah, stormtroopers might have had some like. Girl, but Hawks was like, screw my eyes. I'm just gonna stare right at it. Exactly. Um, I dude, the thing that <laughs> the. The toy campaign, we're gonna make C three PO have a red arm, real, real subtle. You probably didn't recognize me because of the red arm. And they said that, and like rewatching, it's like this is so yeah, that was really smooth. It's, I laugh just because it's so dumb. Was it done for merchandising? Mm -hmm. Yes, it was. Do I care? Not really. No, I didn't buy the toy. So, yeah. um. We talk about how great Finn's character is in this. The dynamic between Finn and Poe at the beginning, though, where, like, he's like, you need a pilot. I need a pilot. And then Poe, like, uh, Oscar Isaac, like, gives that smile. He's like, we're going to get out of here. He's like, and they have that whole sequence of getting out. Dude, I love that so much. And then before the, uh, the ion cannon shoots their TIE fighter down, Finn's like, we have to go back to Jakku. I have to get my droid. He's like, oh, you've yeah. got to be kidding me. And then it gets hit. I dude, it's so good. It's so Why does good. Everyone want to go back to Jakku. Uh and we'll talk about cause one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this then was because a lot of people are ripping on Ray's character. Hey, I I'll say this right now just to sort of because I don't want to forget about it. Um, but Ray's character in this entire trilogy, while she may like have her. Like, they try to hint at it. Ray never has a moment of doubt where it feels like she's going to turn to the dark never. side. Like, I never really feel that too much. Like, Rise of Skywalker kind of tries it, but, like, I never felt that with their character. I love that there's a, like, 
her character is like such like a beacon of like hope and like light where she's so pure-hearted she's such a strong figure in the ground where she will not change no matter what i love that so much about her character yeah i love her song i like she's she's so pure of heart yeah. like just living in like the, the scene of her like she's scrubbing like fixing the things or whatever in that little tent and like she's just she's like longingly watching like a ship take off and go just that one shot you know exactly who this is because every kid has had that like oh like wow like they're going away like that person's going somewhere cool somewhere different that's not here it is such she is such a relatable character for so many Mm -hmm. different people like oh my god and i don't even want to get into guys who are like oh they just gave her park she's a woman shut up just shut up or who cares oh god who cares get over it um i i you might disagree with me on this but like they do to her character what i think like obviously luke skywalker's like in a new hope oh i want to get out of here i want to go fight for the rebellion and everything ray you never hear ray like i want to go fight for the resistance i want to go be part of like the uh galactic like new republic she got she really did get catapulted like into that like story and everything like she just came across bb8 and she the whole story like kicked her off then she wasn't looking for any of that like it just came she was waiting she didn't want to leave she's like i'm waiting for my family Mm -hmm. i I have to get and i think yeah i dude ah man i just love her character so much in the force awakens and the emotional scene at the end with han solo um and chewbacca and everyone finn and ray man dude it's such a good movie i love the force awakens i love it 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 was really a fun movie when it came out like the the feel around star wars at that point in time it was like at least being like a 15 year old when it came out oh my god i loved it talking about like we feel like we're talking about history right now well it's almost been 10 years cal (laughs) don't say that Oh my god, has it? It's been 10 years since they announced it's been 10 years since they like bought since Disney bought Star That's Wars, right? Nuts. Yeah, it is nuts to think about. Um But yeah, I and oh, dude, I talked about the humor. The droid. Stole a freighter. Stole a freighter. It's <laughs> so hilarious to me. But I, I think I we talk about like parts that we lost our mind. I you mentioned the one obviously with Kylo Ren, but then um, at the beginning of the movie, when Poe shoots the blaster at Kylo, and yep, he uses the Force, dude. I was saying, I was like, oh, I didn't know you yeah. did that. <laughs> like, because <laughs> I remember you're gonna like you said to me like you're gonna watch this thing, and at the beginning of the movie, because I didn't get to see it opening night, still kick myself about that. Um, <laughs> we're like. You go in, and they or um, he's like, you're gonna go into this in the beginning of the movie. Kylo Ren's gonna do something, and you're gonna be like, "Holy crap!" And I was like, "What? What do you mean?" He got he gets up and he shoots, and I remember going, "Holy crap, dude!" I the beginning of this movie and everything, I love it so much. I think back to the very first trailer that came out to this for this movie. Like it's like BB-8 rolling in yeah. the desert, and it shows Kylo Ren igniting the lightsaber, and the cross guard comes out. Dude, the cross that broke guard, the internet. Oh, 
it did and it's just such a minor thing like if that came out today people would be like oh, okay that's kind of cool to see yeah but dude in like 2013 2014 when that trailer came out came out it was a, it was that thanksgiving yeah right? i remember yeah because it was like yeah that just dropped one morning I remember waking up. I remember where I was in my home, the bed dad had made me. We had built out of like wood. And like I just pulled out my phone and I looked oh, and I just looked at it and I was like, new Star Wars trailer's out. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's oh. nostalgia. I have so many fond memories of The Force Awakens. I have so many fond memories of The Force Awakens. Like I don't think I have a bad memory linked with that movie. It's really – No. I think The Force Awakens is similar to A New Hope where like it has the – ingredients for a good fun movie like it it kind of dives into the force into the characters i love the end with ray's character and everything um i i think it's just a such a solid movie look how old you've become something far worse has happened to you god i oh people think lore santec i'm a big um, fan of it people think uh Jude Law is Lor Santeca. Ooh. That'd be interesting. Because allegedly he's a Jedi. Lor Santeca? Well, like, uh, Jude Law is playing a Jedi. I don't know if it's Lor Santeca. Some people said well, that. We don't... But allegedly he's up. People also think he's a Jedi. I don't know if that was confirmed or not. Hold on. Well, that's not allegedly. That's confirmed. No, that's confirmed. He's a Jedi. Well, I don't know if Lor Santeca is Because we talked about it after Celebration. Yeah. I don't know if Lorsen, yeah, but that'd be kind of cool if he was. Um, it would be. It'd be. An, that'd be an interesting take, I guess. Um, Last Jedi, the Force, man. I love Luke Skywalker in this. I love Luke Skywalker. I love the Force. I love Rey. I love Kylo Ren. I love Snoke. Yes, it's so good. And you know what I will say? What? I love the chase scene on Canto Bite. It is fun. It's interesting. The music is awesome when they're running across the beach on the um what are those big things called? The big horse animal yeah, things. Yeah, big horse animal things. When they're running across, it's like the music playing is the moonlight's like shining on them. It is so beautiful. Look at this. It I'm is. Bring a positive in. Canto can Canto Bite is a really cool film. Yeah. Like, it is very interesting. Yeah. I think it's... When they talk about, like, you'll never find a place of, like, more wretched hive... Or no, a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. This is like white collar. Canto Bite's up there. This is white collar villainy. Yeah. It is. I I do enjoy that. I think it's a... Uh, I think Canto Bite yeah. is a, it's kind of a cool yeah. planet. Bless you. He's sneezing right now. Oh yeah, I'm sneezing. I'm just, I'm under the weather right now. Um, DJ as well. I like there being like you could call him a dude or agonist, where they're neither a good guy or a bad guy. They're just there. Dude or agonist. That's, that's what they're called. Yeah, there's antagonist, protagonist, and dude or agonist. How did you know that? Anime. <laughs> You get you you get introduced to a lot of them, so huh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool, but um, dude, Kylo Ren. I I like DJ's like kind of being like in the well, yeah. I, we'll get into that in a minute, but I I like where he's neither good nor bad. He's just there to benefit himself. 
Yeah, it's, he's Hondo. And it's not in the way that you would expect it either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, he's cool. I remember everybody's like, who is Benicio Del Toro going to play? A lot of people thought he was going to be Ezra. Really? Yeah, the people like, he could be Ezra. I'm like, what? Okay, sure. Buddy. Um, um, Follow my lead. Dude, the the connection between Ray and Kylo. That was so it's, cool. That was a very... It was very, very creative. I th- I think the way that, like, you talk about Luke and Vader having a connection to the Force, and I think, again, this is something where that develops more upon that, and you actually see the connection that these two yeah. have. Yeah. No, it's... Like, I think that's very interesting. And it's just, like, the way, like, the way... God, I want to go back and rewatch... I got to rewatch all of these movies. Um. Uh, dude, I can't wait to we're watching Revenge of the Sith next. I can't wait to get to like from here on out. Like I am thrilled. Like three and then seven, eight, nine. I'm so excited. Yeah. Are you showing your roommate the TV shows too? You guys gonna watch Mando? After we probably get through all of the, uh, after we get through all of this, but I think I'll probably show try to show her Obi Wan. Did you have you said on the pod like what she said about like kind of? I hope I don't like these movies, so I don't have to watch everything. I think I said that last week, That's yeah. Funny. But um no, the last it Jedi is. like it's got some, I love and it makes Ray they talk about Ray being a nobodyness and I will die on the hill that Ray Ray from nowhere is so awesome. For the time just like in this movie in a vacuum mm-hmm. when it does that, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I would agree. I her like realization where she falls into that pit into the water and um she goes up to like that mirror thing where she's looking and she's like asking tell me who they are my parents and like it goes through herself like multiple times yeah that whole scene is so creative like i i really like what ryan johnson did in this movie yes and i I think the best thing that he said as well when he's talking about like ray's lineage um he's trying to challenge the viewers and like what's the most difficult thing for them to accept he's not trying to like plead he's like what is the most difficult thing for her character to go through at that point in time like he wants to challenge what the viewers are seeing on screen and make them like it's not being provocative that provocative is not the right word but it's like he's trying to like he's not subverting your expectations he's just like spinning it in a new way for how you're trying to view what ray's character is about and who she is like we everyone created that lineage for who she is and they built it up too much i think looking back at it for what he did it's perfect yeah no it's it's beautiful um and i think for what he did with luke skywalker as well so here we go i want to open this up because i talked about it he looked at vader in return of the jedi he looked at his hand it is the same exact shot that he does with Kylo Ren, where he's like, "You're not going to die. You're not going to die by my hand." Yeah, he did the same exact thing. I don't understand how people think that Luke Skywalker can't have a moment of doubt. Yeah, he's like, it really bothers me that like he can't because he did the same thing with Vader. He was going to kill Vader, but then he didn't. Yeah, he's like, dude, like I fought so hard. I didn't like I lost. We lost so many people to get to this point. Like I don't want to lose. It's like, yes, is he my nephew? And then he's like, it was a moment of weakness. 
Ben, no! I love seeing mm-hmm. it from the different points of view as well. Where, like, Luke says yes. it this way. And then, I, bad I, dude, when you see him over the bed, like, he just looks evil. Evil. Yes. I, like, because when I first saw it, I was like, I don't know if I like that because I didn't really like those different interpretations, but I love how people's stories change based on who's telling them. Like, that's what this it's is about. This we talk about. Like, when the trailer, I, I remember when I watched the teaser for The Last Jedi as well. That teaser is the best, te- one of the best teasers in, like, all of history. Um, the first trailer or the, the second first trailer? Where, like, it's, like, Ray's hand goes down, like, because, like, the stars fade into the rocks as she, her hand hits. Um, mm-hmm. it, like, we, like, going into this, you're like, this might be the greatest Star Wars movie. Like, dude, I, if Ryan had. This, this, dude, this could have been the greatest Star Wars if movie Ryan, of all time. It, like, I'm not, I'm not ripping on anything. I'm not trying to go negative, but like, if there were a few things in this movie that we tweaked and done differently, we tighten up the humor. I think this could have been the greatest Star Wars movie of all time. I, I would agree. I, there's nothing I love more. And I've changed like in the past two and a half years, I've changed about this. I don't, there's like nothing I love more than people saying their favorite Star Wars movie is the last Jedi. It's, I, I'm like, I, I like good for you. I'm like, I love that. I love that they're willing to die. Like they're willing to fight for that. Cause there are a lot of people like the last Jedi is terrible. It's a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it ruined Star Wars. It did it, did, it did not ruin Star Wars for me. It really brought it to a new direction. Like it was a very new direction that I didn't and I expect. I think more about the. St- I think more about Star Wars because of the Last Jedi. It dives more into the Force. Like we talked about this early on, and like you didn't want. It went into things of about the Force. Like we're. I I've said it a hundred times, and I'll say it again. The first training sequence with Ray and Luke, where he talks about the Force. And it's like, reach out with your feelings. Yeah. She's like, and she talks about them, like what's happening on the planet. I love that. It's so it's good. Like the jet, we can't possess the force. Like we can't call it like our own. It's so good. Ah, mm-hmm. because it's to say that they're, oh, what, what's the line that he says to say that if the Jedi die, the light dies is vanity. Do you feel that? Yes, dude. God, like Ryan Johnson really created a beautiful movie in The Last Jedi. I it's so good, and I'm always so bummed. It drives me up a wall. It drives me up a wall that they deleted the, the third training for sequence. the training sequence. Oh, it's, it's so, so good. good. I like I in in my head that actually happened in the movie. It's just we didn't get to see it. Well, yeah, because it, like I, I I really believe that that happened in the movie. It's like Luke gets the chance to be Yoda. In parts of this movie where he's like laughing because like at the end like Ray breaks in. Like that's Star Wars humor of like her breaking in and then the little thing like parties and then she just waves the lightsaber and then they all continue dancing. The caretakers continue dancing and Luke's just laughing. Like it's a Yoda thing. It's just so beautiful. And the scene with Yoda. Oh my god. He's like young Skywalker. Still looking to the horizon. Mm-hmm. It's like ah, oh. It's and Luke's never here. God. Yeah exactly. And like Luke sitting on the rock, and his like his yeah, Luke sacrificing himself is awesome. I I love. Yes, he has. He did the most Jedi thing that you could yeah. do. People just don't get it. I I'm in love with. I that I love half of this movie. I like. Also, it's like it's like half or two thirds of the. Oh movie. yeah, it's a good chunk of the movie that I love. And there's well, we're not going to talk about the other part. We've talked about that. 
enough. Also, a little bit smaller scale, but we get the arguably one of the best First Order officers in Captain Kennedy. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, I can't wait to rewatch this one. This is the one that I am so excited to rewatch. Like, I am so excited for my roommate to see what her thoughts are on it. I bet it. I hope she loves I it. S- I really hope she loves it. I think she's going to. I can see this being her favorite. On my very limited knowledge I, of dude, your roommate. It's... And just like people of. Like, I, I see it as well, though. Yeah. And just like people who like get into it, like stars at a later point. Or maybe have a different vantage point on life. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see her thinking this is the yeah. best one. And I wouldn't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it when people say that. Like, I used to be like, wow, you're an idiot. And then, like, the more I sat and thought about the movie more, I'm like, you know, like, it's art, man. Who cares? Dude, my thoughts on The Last Jedi change so frequently, but, like, I hope I'm coming to the point where, like, I'm ex- like I love the movie. I just have to deal with the parts that yeah. I don't enjoy as much. Because, dude, the parts of this movie, man, they, they hit. it is really, really, really good. And, like, good. the romance between the two of them, kind of. Like, Rey and Kylo. Didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Dude, I love – so I think the cinematography for this is up there with um, yeah. Rogue One and Andor. Oh, yeah. Like, this, these, those three are, like, very, very, very solid. I love the scene of um, – not the scene, the score – when we first get to Octu yeah. Island, then and it's playing the music like when you get the uh, aerial view above yeah. the island, and it plays part of Ray's theme, but then it plays um, the yeah. island's theme for it. Oh my goodness, I think it's so so good. And uh, the throne room scene, dude, Andy Circus. I love watching the behind the scenes of Andy Circus in the mocap suit Andy for Snow. I love it. And the reveal where, like, they actually, when they, when they. Why am I leaning in? I'm wearing headphones. (laughs) Yeah. You say it for what they do in the throne room, like that big thing in the throne room. When Kylo Ren kills Snoke, but then he doubles down, like, well, I. Wait, is that what? The first part. The first part. Yeah. Yeah. The first part. When they pull the, when, like, the lightsaber turns on and pulls it. Or Kylo pulls it towards him. Dude, nobody expected no. that. Like, that is so good. That was so good. Like, at first I was like, what the hell is happening? I think my jaw dropped to the floor in the theater. Like, I genuinely did not anticipate that once for one second. Yeah. No, it's it was wild to see that happen. Um, I, I, oh, my God. And then Kylo Ren, we talk about arguments for, like, when people try to pull like the light side, like a Jedi towards the dark, we talk about the arguments. I think unfortunately Vader kind of falls to the bottom of the list. Maul is easily top of the list with his argument against the Sokas. Yeah. In Siege of Mandalore. Yeah. Kylo Ren's is very good then. I think it's like right oh, there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Vader's just like, come dominate the galaxy with me, son. It's like, you're not really providing me mm-hmm. any real reasons why I should join you. Yeah, just because, oh, I am your dad. Well, geez, you've been gone for 18 yeah, years. Yeah, you killed all my friends, bro. I, dude, like, when I just think about, like, the three-headed lion for characters, I love Ray's character in this. I love Luke's character in this. 
Kylo's the best character in this movie. Dude, though. Kylo Ren, this movie made Kylo Ren one of my favorite characters. He is the most we talk about like there's like categories. There's like best Jedi, like your own personal favorites, and then there's like most interesting characters. If Kylo Ren mm-hmm. is not in your top three, I seriously question your list. Sandy. Like I like I don't understand how you could like he is such, he's like you're the you're the son of Han Solo and like Leia Organa Senator Leia Organa. Um, mm-hmm. your uncle is Luke Skywalker. You're he tries to kill you in your own eyes. You're like oh my, and then you're getting called back to the light. You like witness your mom's death. Oh my god, it's you kill your dad, dude. It's such, uh, dude. I, I love people that love the Last Jedi, and they say it's their favorite movie. I love it. I love the line. He's like, he's like, when I've killed you, I will have killed the Last Jedi. It's amazing. Every word <sighs> that you just said is wrong. It's like, Luke, and then he goes on his monologue I there. Will not be mm. the Last Jedi. It's like, um. There's something I want to see. Okay, people like talk about like, listen, when Mando, like when Luke comes back in Mando, like he shows he's the goat. But like, this is like Luke showing he's the goat before he like, uh, the normies realized he was the goat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did something no other Force user has been yeah, able to do and before. and he died, but you know. Well, that's the, that's the ultimate part of being a Jedi. Like he did it for yeah. the greater good. He did it to protect like those who yeah. needed it. Dude, I love the Last Jedi. I love, I love it Jedi. so much. I know we're on one of those days where we love it. And I'm I glad it's one of those days. Uh, um, there was one last thing I wanted to mention with the movie, uh, and now it's slipping away from my, my. Oh, um, dude, when the trailer first came out, like the official trailer, not the teaser trailer, the official trailer. I'm just thinking like line by line when Snoke says like when I found you, and he says like I fought raw, untamed power. Everybody, is he talking about Kylo? Is he talking about Ray? Who's he talking about in this scene right now? And I, dude, I remember breaking down the trailer so yeah. hard for The Last Jedi. Like, that was, oh my gosh. It was, dude, it was so, that so That was, like, good. probably the most. I, my favorite oh, line. I said that no, was probably no, the no. most analyzing I've ever done in a Star Wars trailer. Like, truly, I've never analyzed a trailer more hardcore than The Last Jedi trailer. I would completely agree. Like I, dude, oh, it was people call it like the wait for eight, dude. That two that year gap big. between, it, dude. I was dying during that time. I was like, I need to see what happens next. Well, like the gap between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, I was kind of like, it was just kind of there because then I think like people had Star Wars fatigue at that we point. We had Solo, um, but. Because I remember when we were talking, like, the wait for eight. We saw Rogue One, like, Rogue One was amazing. But then, like, I left and I was like, dude, I, I still can't wait for The Last Jedi. Yeah. Like, I, I walk out of Rogue One, I'm like, oh, I had a blast. That was a good, like, mini adventure. I need to know what happens yeah. next. Wow, this is nostalgia. I, my, it is. I love the last thing, then we go to the... Rise of Skywalker. I love Snoke's line where he's like, darkness rises and light, and light to, meet to meet it. Oh no! I, dude, we didn't even talk about it again. Oh, Luke back on the Falcon. 
and R2 plays the yeah, message. Yeah, that's awesome. That's the perfect way to get him back in. I like I don't think it's a perfect mix of nostalgia but then also motivation for Luke's character yeah. as well. Yeah. Bless you Ryan Johnson. Bless you Ryan Johnson. You made a great movie. You made a great movie. Some people just don't see it. That being said, yeah. Agree. Sometimes that's there there okay, but there there are valid there are valid reasons to not like this movie. There are. There are. Like when people say they don't like one of those is Oh, sorry. Like I said, when people are like, oh, I don't like the Empire Strikes Back because it's old. Like that's not a valid reason to not like that movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of those reasons that we've been talking about, like the Force and everything, but I'll talk about one thing that isn't a valid reason not to like this movie. If you saw this movie in theaters, and even if you haven't, you still don't. But when Admiral Holdo flies her ship through Snoke's, and it's you see it on the screen where, like it blasts through and it's silent. That was wild. It was in the theater. In the theater, I was like, "This is up. This is couldn't get better." Yeah, that was wild because it was silent. I was like, "Are the speakers broken?" <laughs> I love that so much. All right, Rise of Skywalker. Um, this one's tough. This one, this one's tough. This, this is tough. I like the transition when I love the dyad. In the I, yeah, I was gonna say it's it's all it always the one constant in the seat. Like, listen, I we've been on record. We don't we aren't the biggest fan of the sequel trilogy. At least I'm not publicly. the 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 one constant that is good is like like Ray and Kylo Ren. Like their interactions are mm-hmm. always amazing. Yes, I, I love, dude. Ian McDermott's performance yeah. so. Does good. it make sense that Palpatine shows up? No. Do I do I love watching him perform? Oh hell yeah! Is he the most charismatic Star Wars actor out of everyone? Yes, and it's not Anthony even close. Would like to know your location. Yeah, okay. Well, he can actually, and I really enjoy C3PO. He's actually movie. hilarious. He's really movie. good. In, like, I think his character arc is good. Um, and I think his humor is very funny. Where he's like, whether on Pasana, and he's like, the celebration is held only once every 40 years. And they'll turn around to look at him, and then he's like, just turns and looks, looks behind him as well. <laughs> Bobby Frick, my oldest friend. Dude, oh, I love Babu Frick as well. Hey, hey. hey. Um, this is also <laughs> like, I know people who are like, this doesn't make sense. Like, oh, C3 was like, I can't read the forbidden language. And someone's like, dude, when was a 13-year-old kid like, oh, what the, I'm going to program all these forbidden languages in you, but you can't read them. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, whatever. He must have got a software update along the line at the Jedi Temple. Something like that. Good Lord. Um, no, I love, I like, I love, uh, his line in the movie where he's like, ah, you will be Empress Palpatine. Like, just like the lines and everything. Like, I don't, okay. Like the meaning behind all of it. Yeah. But the lines and everything, like the performances in this solid, I love the Death Star sequence between Ray and yeah, Kylo as well. Yeah, that fight was cool. I wish I had music. It was very, very good, but. You know, 
the more I think about it, the more I'm okay with it. I think music would have been good, but I like then just like there's only like the we're with those characters where it's like the waves are crashing onto the Death Star. Yeah. And the other thing I enjoy about this as well is, and I get annoyed with this, is um, people complain a ton. I'm going to go on a bit of a monologue here. People complain a ton about the uh, the fighting from the prequel trilogy up to the sequel trilogy. And they're like, the effects have gotten better. Why aren't people, why aren't they fighting like as they were back in uh, the Republic era and during the Clone Wars? First off, they couldn't have been trained to fight like that because that's when the Jedi were being trained more so on like lightsaber combat and the different forms that they could be using for it. It doesn't make sense for these two people who have had no training in lightsaber combat just to be experts in it fighting like Maul and Obi-Wan did on Naboo. But then also, it adds another element to it because you see when Rey and Kylo Ren are fighting, you can feel the exhaustion yeah. and like the weight behind their hits. Like you see them getting tired from fighting. Yeah. No, like it's they're fighting on a floating platform in the middle of an ocean. Yeah. Like I get like I like seeing the exhaustion behind the characters and the, them using their effort to actually fight. It's I, I think that's so good. And then the scene with Kylo and Han in the movie. Oh. And he's like and he just looks at me and says, I know. Dad, I, I know. I'm like, oh, it's such a, like, Kylo Ren's character arc Ooh. is so beautiful. Yeah. I I also enjoy that there's, to see that there's more stormtroopers similar to Finn. Yeah, in this. Oh, that's cool. Um, that there's more like that have defected. I think that could be potential for a good story down the line in Ray's next movie. Agree. Um, yeah, I like the whole like when the dyad is being explored and like the fight on like Kajimi and Snoke's ship. You see them like rotating through the set. Remember? Mm-hmm. Like that was cool. That was really cool. Yep. Um, it was. It, I I love that. I think they they add new elements to that, which is makes it interesting. And the ability for like those like items that they're using to like transfer yeah. from places from where they're at, I think it's cool. Yeah. No, it's awesome. Um, you know, in the fight at the end, like there's more of us. Do I have issues with that? Happy, yeah. Do I there? Do I have logistic? Do I have like issues with some of the parts of that scene? Yes. Do I love the message behind it? Like, good's always again. Like, good's always gonna win. I love that. Mm. Is it a little too kumbaya? Yeah. A little, a bit. little, but, but you know what? It's I love it. Wedge, let's fly, nice Lando. Flying, Lando. Like yeah. you know what? I'm like, let's do it. I and like again, it. like when I I met this younger fan who was talking about like, oh yeah, Rise Skywalker is my favorite. I'm like, that's right. This is someone's favorite Star Wars movie. And like, I don't want to yuck someone's yum. Mm-hmm. So, no, want to be that guy. No, especially yeah, no, especially not towards like young fans like you know you never want to yuck someone's yum you and i feel differently on this i like that the trio is butting heads in this movie because it makes it feel like the importance of like the finality and like they're on a time like they're on a time crunch and they need to get this like if they don't the galaxy's donezoed yeah i i don't know i still have an issue i still have an issue with it i don't really want to talk yeah I don't want to dive into the truth. No, I, 
I know you feel different, but so I'm going to talk about it because I like it. So it sucks to be you. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting just because the original, like the original three in the four, five, and six with Han, Luke, and Leia, like they were all like everything was pretty happy between them and it was good. And I like that. I like this as a different take on it. And everything's not like it doesn't, they're all different people. Like foe, foe, foe should have been a thing actually. Uh, yeah, honestly, like, and, dude, especially and after watching, like, because, like, at the time, you're like, oh, I don't want to see homosexual relationship, but, like, I couldn't see that working. Dude, after watching episode three of The Last of Us, I'm like, there's not, like, the mo- arguably one of the best TV episodes I've ever seen in my life be about two gay men. Mm-hmm. You could, nobody can tell me that Finn and Poe would not have worked for the masses on screen. Like, you could have made that work, and it would have been good for representation yeah i uh i i do like though that like the trio like because they're all from like from different walks of life and i mean this is the first time that poe and ray meet as well that or that we see kind of we, we they met at the end of the last jedi but yeah i i think it's interesting i i like the take for it you i don't think you remember it but dude light speed skipping yeah that's wild that's kind of a gnarly thing i think that it's like a mirage. I love it. That's wild. Mm-hmm. That's such a cool concept, dude. I. It is. I like at the beginning of the movie. I was like, "Damn, this is sick." Yeah, and it's like, "Yeah, you're destroying and... the hyperdrive because we're light speed skipping." <laughs> and I think we talked about it at the beginning as well when we were talking about this movie, but um in concept and the sith cultists and just everything with exegol i do enjoy i think it's pretty cool. yeah no it's wild i don't know how all these people got on this planet but they're all just like chanting and cheering like all right cool oh i love it i love dude wherever palpatine palpatine is there's the masses they're just he's worshiping him and i'm like i love it Pal- oh he's got groupies yeah and I, I do enjoy at the end of the movie, well, at like the final fight in the movie where Rey hears the voices and they're talking to her. All the Jedi are speaking to her. I, I like that we got something like that. I'm a big fan of it. I think no matter who showed up and talked to her, it doesn't matter to me because at the end. Okay. Um, yeah. We're good. Yeah. Um. I don't remember what I was talking about exactly. We we're talking about Exegol, something about it. Oh, the voices. It, I love that at the end of the day, like it's still the light triumphing over the dark. Like I love yeah. that that's the goal of it. Yeah, no, I, I, I... good always prevails. Good mm-hmm. always prevails. But that's the rise of Skywalker. Um, that's our we two didn't... year anniversary. Yeah, we didn't talk about Visions. Love Visions. Great. Season 2 coming out. Excited. But we'll talk more about Visions this next week. S- two years in the books. In two, damn near three hours in the books tonight. Yeah, you might as well watch the Batman at that point. We didn't talk about the Batman at all, but... No, here we are talking about the Batman. I know. That has to make its way into our two-year anniversary. Star Wars and Batman are like two constants you will see. I love Batman. I'm so excited for the next movie. I know. Play face, bro. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Um, but yeah, 
I dude, I I'm excited for Visions on Thursday. I'm super excited to see what the Sith episode has. But thanks to everyone who's listened for two years, everyone who has either joined or stuck with us for two years. Um, yeah, and if you made it this far, you're a real you're a real one. Mom's you probably are. listening to this like rowing in the basement. Dude, I I love Star Wars. Like I love Star I Wars too. so much. It's so good. It's such a good franchise. It's the best franchise of all time. And it's always there for you when you need it. Yes. Like whenever I'm sad or I'm like down on life, I'm just like bummed and I miss home. I can always turn on Star Wars. That's what I was doing earlier. Today. I was reading the book. I love watching behind the scenes stuff. I don't understand. Like, we've talked about this before, maybe in private, but like maybe on the pod. But like, I genuinely don't know what people do if they're not super passionate about like something. Yeah, that'd be kind of weird. You have people who are like devoted to like football and like other things like that. But that's cool. But like, people who like don't really feel like who aren't willing to sit down for three hours and talk about something. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what they're doing. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But thank you I, for those I, who listen. Yes, thank you, thank you. It's anyone from Lucasfilm is listening. Yo, link us up. Maybe I haven't, dude. I've talked. We haven't talked about my idea for an original thing that I think is super unique and creative that hasn't been done yet. We haven't seen. Well, yeah, we're not going to talk about it either because we don't want someone stealing it. So no, we're not going to talk about it on air. You'll see us on the big screen one day yes but yeah that's uh that's two years in the making um we got guardians 3 coming up here we didn't we have, we still never gotta get a super, super mario long. we're gonna get one out we're gonna get one, we out. Get one out it's not gonna be um, super long because there's not a whole lot to talk about but it's the greatest movie of all time but um i also i don't know if you've seen on hbo max but love and death with uh elizabeth olsen dude looks dude, really good that looks so good there's another hbo show coming out um oh it might be fx well i know this class of 09 it's the fbi show that looks good there's another hbo show that i just saw um and oh succession is killing it yeah I, I i gotta watch succession same I, I don't know i don't have enough time like i gotta catch movies like shows that are coming out right now like i don't have time to go back and rewatch everything to catch up but I probably will watch uh, Love and Death. I told you, I think, because I remember seeing promotions for it during The Last of Us, and I was like, this looks pretty interesting. I know. It looks really good. Um, this is another HBO show that I just saw. I want to see the movie Sisu. Oh, yeah. I think Michael just saw it. Do you like it? I don't know. I didn't ask him. I should, Michael though. loves movies. He's a, he's a positive guy to be around. Yeah, he loved all these Star Wars movies. He loved Force Awakens. He loved Last Jedi. He loved Rise of Skywalker. Michael's like, Michael's Michael's a good man. I like shout him. out. He loved Transformers Four. He loved Transformers Five. <laughs> no, and nobody loves those movies, dude. I went to see Transformers Five twice, though. We, we saw it on a Friday it night. Tw- yeah, him and I went to see it on a Friday night, and then it was like Saturday, and uh, him and I weren't doing anything. And I texted him. I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Nothing." I was like, "Do you want to go see Transformers again?" He's like, That's I was awesome. gonna ask you that, so we just went and saw the movie again. I love that. That's awesome. It's such a dumb movie, but oh well. But yeah, two years. Um, I guess we will talk to you guys though in the next one with 
probably back to Marvel content for a bit. Yeah, yeah, we got, we got Marvel stuff. So yeah, we got Into the Spider Verse coming out soon as well, and Secret Invasion. I'm hyped for Secret Invasion. Dude, Secret Invasion. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Anyways, we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you for two years. We are Legion. Oh, God, that's wild. Yeah.